Right then, you lot, as you know, Series 7, we open every episode by waxing lyrical about one of the companies that we love that make up part of our online running community. But this week, we're doing things a little bit differently. Our guest today, Paul Griffiths, has been raising money for the Run For Your Mind Foundation, who just so happened to be our charity of the year. And we wanted to talk to you about them. In the words of the founder and former guest, Ollie Newton himself. Now, in June 2017, Ollie says that running saved him. After setting up Run For Your Mind, it took him on a beautiful journey of self-discovery and has helped him meet some incredible people along the way. He stepped out of the dark, and into the light, supporting thousands struggling with their own mental health through his website, social media, and online run club. To then go on and share his story to large organizations, schools, and colleges, all in the hope to support, motivate, and inspire others like him and show that anything is possible. Now, let me tell you a bit more about what Run For Your Mind actually is. Funds raised for the foundation are there to help those struggling most to get a pair of trainers, a full Run For Your Mind kit, a lifetime membership to Cooper Running, and one-to-one support throughout a three-month running journey. No two-year waitlist like the NHS. They can offer access to support immediately. The dream... Ollie says is that for the majority of funds raised through What The Fartlek are to go back into our own community. So if you know anyone that might benefit from uh, help from the things that Run For Your Mind can do, then do let Ollie know directly or drop us a DM from the socials and let's see if we can get some more people up and running. Ollie says that he just wants to take time to thank you, the Fartlek family, the incredible community who supported his venture. He also wants to big extend a massive thank you out to uh, our very own, the legendary, our guest today, Mr. Paul Griffiths. So he and his mate Luke raised a staggering amount of money last month for the foundation. And I know that Ollie is very, very grateful as we were all very, very impressed. We'll find out more about that in just a moment. Listen, if you want to get involved and support Run For Your Mind, there's loads of ways you can do so. Uh, you can, first and foremost, give them a follow, uh, share their stuff, let them know what you think, uh, wax lyrical about them, tell your friends about them. Very, very important. Spread the word about Run For Your Mind. If you do want to support monetarily if you want to help get that kit together to help people in our community uh, then you can do so by uh, getting onto our crowdfunder um, we've just set it up ready for our what the fart like summer weekender uh, and you can contribute to that if you wish to a hundred percent of that money all goes back into run for your mind and helps ollie do the amazing work he's doing massive love to the guys at run for your mind huge love to ollie newton uh it's a great episode coming guys you are going to love it i'm super excited to share it with you uh check them out check check us out check paul out you know what to do legend man i, 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 I hate the music are you alone groupie and are you enjoy your run back to take it easy you're shooting up like a gun whatever you on the phone again aren't we we are really taking our time in setting up the new studio we are yes i'm currently sat on a beanbag a beanbag two cushions and a pillow look i offered you a tiny chair <laughs> yes you did uh you refused the tiny chair uh, in fear of uh, breaking to said tiny chair <laughs> yeah it might not take your ample frame um because it's a tiny chair, not because there's a problem with your ah, ample frame. Good save, good, good save. save. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 7, Episode 11. 11, the penultimate. 
You learned a new word. I did. I've heard it before and I googled it because I had to google it because I didn't know what it meant and now I know what it means. There you go. What does penultimate mean? The the one before the last. Well done. Very <laughs> good, mate. That weren't very good to explain, but it got, it got to the point. Really, mate? Did, did I say my name's Rob? I didn't. My name's you Rob. Didn't. Your name is Rob and I'm Matt. There you go. I think they know by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're back on the phone uh, mainly because in the house move, we've got the desk set up but we're in harry's room at the minute Mm -hmm. because i'm waiting for a new desk to be delivered i don't really want wires and cables and microphones out so we're kind of freeballing it a bit which does impact the quality a little bit so we are very sorry but we hope it's still okay for everyone still funny as ever though mate hilarious (laughs) or not we're not we're not i've run out of jokes i ran out of jokes four series ago Mm um but oh i did hear another good we were telling jokes on a on a Walk the other day, weren't we? We were. We were getting into the what you call the man with a seagull on his head. Yeah. Cliff. Yeah. Made <laughs> the one that I made up was quite good. Go on. Oh, yeah, you made... You made... I was just telling bad dad jokes. Mm. You made a joke. I up, did, didn't you? yeah. Uh, what was it now? What do you call a French... Um, heating engineer? <laughs> What? <laughs> I remember what the answer is. Yeah, go on, man. What do you call a French heating engineer? Gaston. <laughs> Gas on, gas on. Gas on. <laughs> I can't believe you made that. I thought that was like a proper joke. It was really Just good. Thought of it on the spot, yeah. It's really so quick. I'm impressed. <laughs> Amazing. My chair's very squeaky. I'm sorry if that's coming through on the recording. Mm. Um, stack show today, mate? It is a stack show, yes. Tell everyone what's, what's the happy hats? What's happening? So, usual stuff, usual nonsense. Uh, how's your week? I've done a bit of running, a little bit of running this week. Uh, part room chats with Ben and Emma. With a slight twist, I'll not tell you what it is, but you'll find out in that. Twisty. Twisty. Uh, awesome, awesome chat with Paul Griffiths. You've listened uh, to this one, haven't you? I have You've listened actually to this listened one. to yes, it. It's a, yeah, it's good. It's, it hits you in the feels a little bit as well. It gets a bit emotional, it's a bit raw, but uh, yeah, th- thanks to Paul for uh, opening up about that, all his uh, his life and his journey. It was good to hear and uh, good to see the back of what he's doing. Apart um, from league update with the latest challenge, um, and also with that's with Ben and Emma as well. Uh, the roll calls and then the thank yous. Oh, thank you. And officially, Matt Summer has arrived. It's cracking flags, isn't it? It is. It's very warm. Humid. I've got a lemon Fanta. That's mm-hmm. when you know it's summertime. Right. You didn't get one, did you? I didn't. No, something. Yeah. Sam, Sammy and Donna called to the shop. Donna's got a nice kind of coke down there. And I'm sat here. Did she not bring you nothing? No. Sammy brought me a can Parched. of Fanta. Also a lemon fancy. No, it's okay. You can, you can have a no, it's if you fine. Want. It's fine. It's awkward, it's isn't it? Beer. It's not beer. It's not beer. <laughs> oh, lemon fanta shandy is pretty good. You want a lemon shanta fandy? A lemon shanta fandy. Oh, fanta fandy. That's what I was thinking. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lemon fanta shandy is delicious. Nice. Half a lime yeah, I can imagine. On a warm day. Yeah. Uh, I've got no beer, though, so if you're angling for one, you're not getting one. Um, so apart from the fact it's been very, very warm, Matt, mm-hmm. and you can always tell it's warm, so I just took my watch off and there's an Ooh, it, imprint. You can, wow. you, you can see yeah. the time imprinted on my wrist pretty much from it. Um, How that's tight do you have your watch? <laughs> not that. It's because it's hot. Your body expands in the heat. Right. That's... Yeah, it must be hot all the time for me. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, this is sending to anarchy. We're just talking absolute nonsense with no structure. Uh, how's your week been, mate? Let's get into that. It's been all right. Yes, I've, I've, I have done some running, but I've only done one day of running. Um, mm-hmm. 
cycling as usual to and from work and I decided to run to to work on what day are we on today? It is Wednesday. Uh, Monday, I think. Monday. I ran. Yeah. Hey, Monday, I ran. Um, ran to work. It was seven miles, and then I, I ran home as well, five miles back. So a double run day. Double so I do day. no running for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. and then I was had it with a, d- a double, double run, run day. day. Yeah. Um, that's impressive. Tough, tough, tough on the old legs. It was really hot and sweaty. And we did two double. You've had two double run days. We technically did a double run day on oh, Sunday. We did. Oh yes, we did. Uh, we did junior park run, didn't we? Well, we didn't do junior park run. Volunteer. We are in our we're in our mid to late thirties, Matt. Junior if we did junior park run, they'd be asking questions. We volunteered at junior park run, mm-hmm. um, and ran the and back. Yes, which was good. It showed me a new route. Yeah, straight on the house. old airport route. Nice and well, nice and flat, but it's Flat-ish. a quicker way to get to uh, junior park run. But yeah, it was double run, wasn't it? Because we volunteered halfway between and ran back. You and Paul uh, headed off. For a Costa. For a Costa. Love it. And I headed off home because Donna was sat waiting for me. <laughs> and we did nothing. We could have had a Costa. We could have had a Costa. I, no, I, I mentioned to you about going for a Crushums dinner. Uh, oh, KFC, KFC, did you get Crushums. one? It didn't open till 11 o'clock. Oh, man. I ran past at 10. I was gutted. Oh, that's even worse for you because you ran past Mackey's. Yes. You doubled down, didn't you? Yes. You went past Mackey's and you thought, no, I'll, I want a crushing from KFC. <laughs> I'm not settling for a lemonade, a pink lemonade no. like Rob suggested, which are delicious, by the way. And are they still doing them, you know? I think so. Right. But even, even still, I could have, I could have had a, a, a ice McFlurry. cream. McFlurry. yeah. If the machine was working. Yeah. Do you know the machine's never broke? It just gets too hot. Right. found that out I think it was on TikTok what? they don't break they just get too hot and yeah. when they're too hot they can't. it doesn't make the ice cream cold ah, it has to be ice cream I see. so when they overheat they've got to let them cool down for an hour so that's why they say they've not got McFlurries ah, yes so yeah I did double down and Facts. I ended up with nothing Facts. I, don't, I don't know why I just threw that out who, give, who gives a shit <laughs> I don't even eat ice cream. It's got fucking milk in it. Anyway, right. Um, good. So we did that, didn't we? That was all right. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, it was Sunday good, morning. Yeah. Yeah. So we should have come for a iced coffee with you guys. But, mm. uh, never mind. I had a, um, a mango. It sounds smoothie. awesome already. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a mango. What what do they call them? Uh, mango and passion fruit. Uh, they've got a funny name. Cooler mango oh. and passion fruit cooler mm. and an espresso and a pint of water. I'd like a, an entire array of drinks. Nice. Lovely, yeah, it was delicious. But it's been very hot, hasn't it? Yeah, as you have. You managed. Have you managed to go out for any other run? Apart from that, no. I um, ran on. Oh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday. We recorded on uh, uh, Wednesday, didn't we? Last week. So yeah, since then I ran. It was a leaving do for a friend from work. So we uh, we ran to. Where did we run to, Matt? Uh, I ran to the St Mars of the Desert. Oh, right, yes. A uh, very nice little pub. Mm. Um, not too far away from Junior Park, I've been running the same route uh, time and time again. But yeah, Sammy was on school run and I didn't want to bother her to have to drop me off because I was having some beers. So I just thought, oh, sod it, I'll run four miles. Mm. It's about four miles. A couple, couple of beers. Had a couple of beers, got a taxi home with some friends from work and, and fell asleep on couch was the plan. <laughs> I had every intention of going part run, but then I realised that's had to work, mm-hmm. so... Um, that wasn't ideal. But yeah, that, that's it, to be honest. I've not, I've not run this week yet. We thought we were going to, but I just couldn't. Yeah. It's been a long week at work, put it that way. I've had a lot going on. Um, been travelling a lot with work. Mm-hmm. Um, some potential opportunities coming up. Very exciting, um, but stressful at the same time. Mm-hmm. I've had to engage the brain as well as the body. So it's just not really felt like running. But I think, you know, I don't want to I don't want to sound a broken record because we circle around and stuff like this all the time. But I think... Life gets in the way sometimes, and that's okay. And I know that we get a bit caught up in the plans and the 
the goals and the pace and the splits and the, have we hit the markers and are we doing 80-20 and is the heart rate training working and a lot of that on the group chat this week. And there's a reason we do it. It's not to say, oh, you're a bad person because you, you care about it. You're absolutely not. I know why people are passionate. You've got goals, you've got things you want to achieve and you want to do it. Mm. But I probably I probably wheel out this little statement a couple of times a series, but I do think it's important to keep reminding people this is a hobby mm-hmm. and sometimes life gets in the way. And when life gets in the way, don't beat yourself up. Yes, exactly what Karen said a couple of couple of series ago. Karen Busy Birdie. Yes. Yeah, she she mm. was struggling with running and she was get letting things get to her and she was just, she was missing out on on parties and uh, family <laughs> get-togethers and because of a, a, a running and a training and she just thought, you know what, why not? Why not miss it? Mm. Don't hurt. Let life get in the way. Let life get in the way. I think that's a really nice, a really nice statement, a really nice way mm. of putting it. Um, yeah. Life and life's gonna be getting uh, getting in the way at the end of the month, isn't it as well? Life the is weekend, gonna be getting uh, in the way. People are getting excited for that. Very, uh, mate. I'm getting excited for that. <laughs> We've kind of finalised the teams, figured it out, mm-hmm. started to think about formations. Mm-hmm. Well, you already told me your formation. <laughs> yeah, I screenshot my. Uh... It wasn't the five. <laughs> so basically, what I, this is a reflection of Matt's um, naivety and simple-mindedness is that um, you were. Uh, you said to, I said to you, I just need a list of who you've got confirmed playing so we know if we need to do any rejigging with numbers to make sure the teams have got equal numbers. Expecting Matt to just say 13 or 14. Matt not only sent me a full list of all the names of the players <laughs> playing, he also sent me the positions he plans to play them in. So I put it on my team's group chat and we're rubbing our hands together. We're like, right, who am I lining up against? <laughs> You're a div, aren't you? Well, that might have been a ploy. Might have been a ploy, you never know. There might be dark tactics of, uh, you know... The dark arts. Putting you off the scent. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. But very exciting weekend. Very exciting. And seeing people getting excited in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Really loving that. Um, looking forward to doing my Friday run beer. Mm-hmm. Coming along to that? Uh, I can't remember if I'm on days or afters that weekend. So hopefully, Maybe. if I'm on afters, I could probably come afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm on days, definitely. We'll figure definitely, it out. Yes. We'll figure it out. I think we're gonna start about six o'clock mm-hmm. to give people plenty of chance to get in on the train. We're gonna go for a nice five k around Sheffield City Centre. I'm gonna mm-hmm. show you the cathedral. I'm gonna show you the famous crucible. Yes. Where the snookers played. We're gonna have a little run through the Peace Gardens. Uh, we're gonna take go down Fargate, taking the cathedral. Uh, maybe a little run up West Street, mm-hmm. see the university. Yes. For anyone who's not seen that, maybe a little jaunt into Western Park. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. See the very famous and incredible Sheffield Children's Hospital. I'm gonna show you guys that, and then we'll poodle back to Crucible Square for uh, a couple, couple of beers and a bit of scran at the Head of Steam, oh, yeah. which is the same place we went last year. It was. So a bit of a tradition now. So. Yeah, lovely. lovely. That's that. So that'll kick the week off strong. And Saturday morning at Park Run. At Park Run. Hillsborough Park Run. Hillsborough Park Run. In, in the, the famous Hillsborough Stadium. In, 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 in the shadow of church, <laughs> as Matt would say. Yes. Uh, a tumbling down church. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, no. It's still my church, whether it's tumbling down or not. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so you get to see that. Another sight of Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do hill take over Hillsborough Park run that'll be fun and straight onto the footy on Saturday. It's gonna be yeah, amazing, isn't it? We're gonna hang about in the park for an hour, aren't we? And then uh, head head to uh, into Sheffield Centre straight to the footer. Yeah, unless people want to go and we get che- get yeah. checked into hotels, but mm-hmm. people who show up that morning, but or go and get changed, that's mm-hmm. fine. But we'll we'll make it work. It's it's gonna be great fun. If you if you haven't said that you're coming or committed to come in, don't worry, still come. 
it's fine. We're having a party afterwards at the Banner Cross pub. I forgot yeah. the name of it for a second. Mm-hmm. Is that that's right, isn't it? Banner I think Cross. So yeah. Um, Necklesaw Road. Um, we've got it booked out. We've got a function room booked out, so it's a nice private party for all our fa- like family friends. We're gonna have some music on. I'm gonna be sending round a little form very soon. So even if you're not coming, please tell us what tracks you'd like to hear at a fart like family party. I'm gonna put a playlist together to play on the back of that. That'll be mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Please, please do come. If you're yeah. sitting on the fence thinking, I don't really know these people very well, what if it's a bit clicky? Mm. I promise you it's not. No. I promise you that me, Matt, and so many other people, I just think on the top of my head, there's so many people in that group that would make it their mission to make you feel welcome. Mm. Not just they'd be nice to you, they would make it their mission. They would go out of the... They would ignore everybody else mm. to make sure you feel welcome. We've got so many people like that in the group. And, and if you are thinking, I want to be part of this and 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 where's a good place to start this weekend coming up on the 30th of july if you can get to sheffield is the place to do it please do get in touch if you want some more info please do come and see us come and hang out with us we're gonna have a great time and we're looking forward to sharing it with you all mm-hmm. and don't forget to say happy birthday to rob oh it's my birthday <laughs> it's my birthday i forgot that it's my birthday uh definitely didn't organize that on that weekend on purpose um yeah it's my birthday so um yeah there you go awesome i and bring bring me a present if you want to that's fine <laughs> I like beer. Fine. Fine. I like beer. Um, right, we need to get on with it because it's a long episode do, this yes, week. It is. Uh, so, do you want? Should we get over to part run tourism with Ben yeah, and Emma first? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. So, Rob, do you want to uh, introduce the next bit? No, obviously not because you're not here, are you? Oh, you're absolutely useless. Fair enough, I'll do it myself. So, we're off over to Ben and Emma for the part run tourism segment ben and emma how are you guys yeah we're good uh this is really weird you're you're on it the is. podcast i am yes it makes a change doesn't it Make a nice fresh fresh voice to hear is this a joke are you just quickly filling in for a couple of seconds until rob appears or, or oh, no 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 I'm, I'm here i'm here for the duration i'm here for the uh for the fine for, for the whole segment of this in fact i'm here for the whole, whole for the whole show uh, as you'll hear later on, um, I've managed to get off work early, um, and uh, yeah, I've, I'm recording this because Rob, as, as you'll hear later, he's gone for an interview. So yes, uh, part one tourism with you guys. I'm, I'm interested to hear where you went this this week. Yeah, okay. So this week, week of the PBs, we mm. had a look around, and we've been saving this course for a while because we knew it was. Um, there's, I mean, I can't really say much about it. It's a flat out and back. Um, right. And it was, it's Doddington Hall, which right. is down near Lincoln. So only just over an hour away from us. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not that exciting this week. I can't really think of much to say. It's, it's all on tarmac. Um, it's just straight flat out, out and back. There's a slight, <laughs> <bit> of, <laughs> there's a slight bit of, uh, um, downhill on the way out, and then a slight bit of uphill on the way back. There was a little bit of a headwind on the way out, um, so I'd, I'd love to say a tailwind on the way back, but you never feel the tailwind. Um, no, you don't. For for me, I'll, I'll quickly recap my run because it wasn't interesting at all. Um, as you'll probably be able to clarify, Matt, four weeks post ultra lakes still don't feel fast or speedy at all. Um, I, but I put my shoes on, put my speedy shoes on, and I thought just. Whatever happens, happens. And within about half a mile, I was blowing out my backside. My legs felt like legs. 
my lungs were on fire, but I just kept going and going and going, progressively getting slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was quite surprised that I was only 29 seconds off my PB. So, I mean, Not all in all, yeah, I was I was a lot closer than I thought I was. That's that's all I'll say. Especially after um, you ran an ultra, pal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I ran an ultra the other week. Um, <laughs> I just thought I'd mention it because I probably haven't already. Um, so, but how did your legs feel four weeks out from your ultra? Did they um, have any yeah. speed in them? I, I, I don't even think they're working now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about four months. <laughs> yeah, four months. and the rest, six. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so my run wasn't fun at all. It was it okay. was painful and it was blowing out my arse. But I did finish my run, jumped straight in on barcode scanning, and that was, awesome. that was great. There were 300 people, 300 odd people there, because Lincoln was cancelled and another local one was cancelled, so it was extra busy and... Uh, yeah, that, that that was my weekend, but uh, I, I'll let Emma tell you about her story, because hers is a lot more exciting than mine. Oh, nice. Well, we've been saving this for one for a while. As me and Ben said, we both wanted to wait until we fancied a crack at it, which we both didn't really feel like we were in PB shape. I knew I was going to be at least a minute off, if not more. But we thought, mm. let's have a good go. So we met up with... Um, Paul and Laura Blackwell. Um, so me and Paul yeah. were having a chat at the start, and Paul bent down to tie his shoelace, and he's like, "Oh, I always make sure I've got my shoelaces double knotted." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." You do. Last thing you want is your shoelace coming undone in the middle of a a race or a park run and having to stop or something like that. So I thought, right, I'll start <laughs> somewhere near the front. I don't want to get stuck in this crowd. Uh, set off within the first hundred meters. I'd not fastened my pocket properly on my shorts. So my car key, I just heard this clatter and I knew immediately. Oh. But it's quite a narrow path. So I had to stop, try and get to the side. People are getting pissed off at me because I'm in the way. <laughs> I can't get to the seat and I can't, I can't leave my car key there because it's all no. like surrounded by bushes and long grass. So if it accidentally got kicked off the course, I'm not finding those keys again. There was no marshals about. There's some random guy shouting at me. I'll get them. I'll get them. You just run. I'm thinking, you're not a volunteer. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to wait. I'm like shouting at people. Can you just keep my keys to the side? And Mm. obviously just wondering what the hell I'm doing. So I had to wait for a gap. And then by the time I set off running, I'm stuck behind everybody on a path where it was really hard to take oh. so I'm just knocking myself out trying to get past people mm. and at that point I just wanted to go I can't be asked, can't be asked. but I thought well, I need at least a bit of pace into it and try and gain something back from it but yeah. I ended up pushing two and a half minutes off my PB which it oh. could have been because the amount of time I was stood still and then trying to catch it and the panic and stuff yeah trying to get your keys back yeah i can imagine it's tough (laughs) (laughs) you're you're lucky they didn't get trampled on and and, and ruined you could you could have had no keys left yeah i mean i just annoyed so many people you know everybody's looking at you like what are you doing why are you stood still (laughs) i've dropped my keys (laughs) steal my car Oh dear. Oh well, that's that's made me smile anyway. That that story is at least you've had something to tell from a, a quite a mediocre park run. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting course, but if people are looking for a PB, it is, you know, it, it's flat. You can't get much flatter than that. So, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. a lovely location. Uh, purple sign? We did get a purple sign. Would mm. Ben go that there isn't a purple sign? Absolutely not, no. Um, what? Purple sign stood there waiting for us and... Cameraman um, pinpointed, got him to do it. He was quick on the draw. I mean, I told him, I told him it needs to be a good picture. So we're all there, we're, all <laughs> lining, we're lining up behind it, and he's already snapping photos. Oh, and then we're all, oh. all posing, and he goes, right, I've got, I've got some fire, I've got three fire. So I looked at them, and and there's just movement. We're all moving in some way in every single picture. I went, whoa, 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 whoa you need to slow down. <laughs> Yeah, they said, wait, wait until we're ready. We'll tell you when we're ready, and then you can take the picture. So back we back we went again, and we did it all again. And uh, and luckily, you got a decent picture of us in the end. So uh, yeah, it was a pleasure to see the purple sign two weeks in a row now, having gone four weeks without one previously. So um, my withdrawal symptoms are residing. And, <laughs> and residing is that the right word? Probably not. Um, but yeah, so it was great to see. Um, one thing I want to say about Donington Hall, every, at the end of most park runs, when you barcode scanning, you've got a little tub and people chuck their tokens in. Not at Donington Hall. What they've got is they've got a sign which they hook this like wooden box over. And the wooden box mm. on the front has got a little slot. And every slot leads into an individual section. And each individual section is numbered up. So like 0 to 10, 10 to 20, and oh. so on and so on. So once you've finished and had your token scanned, you have to walk over to the box and slide your token in the correct box. Oh. I thought that was genius. That was a brilliant idea. Did you, not, did, you not, did you not think about sliding it into the, op- into the wrong box? No, Matthew. No. We're not children, Matt. You know, we want to help people. Volunteers <laughs> are there to do a job. Um, <laughs> and we're not going to make it any harder for them than it already is. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> speaking of volunteers, somebody got his 25 volunteer credit this week. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. I racked up my 25th volunteer credit this week. Um, awesome. Ordered the T-shirt and it's come already. So I oh, will wow. be wearing proudly um for my for my efforts my heroic volunteering awesome well have um, you posted the picture in our whatsapp group or is that rob i'm sure rob might have got it as well but he's 25 yeah he's, he didn't realize that he'd done his yeah yeah just kind of also didn't realize i'd hit my 25 and 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 one thing we have noticed from looking at stats throughout this whole tour uh, throughout this whole part run league that we'll talk about a bit later is the amount of volunteers the amount of people that have volunteered well over 25 times i mean mm. there's there's no there's no forgetting that what the fart lake do create volunteers all over the country and as a as a collective group, we we have hundreds and hundreds of volunteer credits every single year, and yeah. it's not something that we as a group are afraid of doing. We we're we're out there, we're helping every week, we're ensuring park runs are going on every week, and up and down the country, might I add, my my volunteer at Donington Hall was actually my seventeenth different volunteer location. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, we we're big fans of volunteering, always have been, always will be. Um, and we'll, we love seeing people do it. Obviously, it's not for everybody. Some people no. don't like that side of it. They don't want to have to interact with people. They're a bit nervous, etc. And that's totally fine. But if yeah. you do feel comfortable enough to volunteer, 
go out and do it. You won't regret it, whether it be on a Saturday or or something that we've done a couple of times during the Parkrun League is volunteer on a Sunday morning at Junior Parkrun. Yeah. And <clears throat> as you all know, Matt, from doing it, um, volunteering that is not running it because yeah, you can probably get away with running junior vol- a junior park run um, <laughs> with your height um, it's brilliant watching the kids go around and, uh, it is yeah because fun yeah, it's some fast some fast little legs that, that run around them the junior park runs as well yeah I think, I think oh, our, the, the course PV got broke at uh, the weekend at uh, Olympic Legacy in Sheffield uh, by, by a young lad so it's good to see, see them pushing themselves and, uh, and yeah Volunteering for the junior stuff is is awesome to do. I mean, we went to we volunteered at Barnsley Junior the other week, and the lad that won it won it in like eight and a half minutes. Wow. Now that's 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 like six forty pace for two k. Mm. I mean, yeah. that, that's he's he's gonna he's got a bright future ahead of him if he keeps on running. He was probably only about ten or eleven, if that. Yeah, um, it's good to see. Like, good to see. Yeah, brilliant. But we love volunteering, so yeah, I got my twenty fifth volunteer credit well done to you thank you very much and uh, I will be continuing continuing it and uh, trying to get up to that 50 and then 100 and so on love it love it love it so uh, as, a, as a part run then you would recommend it if you're going for a for a PB but uh, it's not the prettiest of courses um, yeah it's, it's you know there's, there's not a lot to see although um, so directly across from the car park there's this big farm shop which you could Ooh. just spend a fortune in and attached <laughs> to that is a cafe and restaurant so we had breakfast there with Paul and Laura and her two little ones yes. um, awesome. Paul and Laura both got a slice of cake each which was huge Laura could not finish it a slab of cake it was massive <clears throat> yeah did Ben finish it for Laura <laughs> no, I didn't, no, 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 I didn't. I, I had a stack of uh, pancakes covered in maple syrup and uh, bacon, uh, and nice. that was nice little cafe. Then is it delightful? What a breakfast! Mm, so, nice. What did you have? Em, you had smashed avocado and scrambled egg. Was it? Yeah, it was. You know, when you think sometimes you go to these places and it'll be just like on a tiny piece of toast and like mm. like one egg. It was huge. I could barely finish it. It was really good. Yeah, so that's well. I like Cafe. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, honestly. Doddington Hall, lovely place. Um, free parking. Um, volunteers were all really friendly, including myself, obviously. <laughs> um, and it's a great course if you if you want a fast time. So just stand in front and don't drop your keys. Tie your shoelaces. Yeah. Um, I can't really can't really tell you where we're going this weekend, but uh, and it, I can't really call it international, but we're <laughs> we're we're not, we're not in England this week for for park run. My right. tie out. Fair enough. Uh, I'm not going to get more more to add in the in the park run league segment that we've already recorded that uh, you've given given another clue. I think. Not not spoiling the magic there, Matt, that we've recorded them the wrong way around, are you? <laughs> well, they, they know this is a a, a bodge yeah. podcast anyway, so it makes no difference. No, no. Basically, carry on listening and you'll find out a bit more. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And I'll find out. And, and now also find out a bit more. Do you know what we've got on this week, Ben? Oh, I do, actually. I do, yeah. Do. Um a local, a localist runner to us. He a is. family member. 
Um, a true gent, somebody that, like me and you, Matt, has recently completed a huge ultra. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Passed a by of the Grimsby 10K along with me and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Me and the guest and uh, Jordan Moat. He hasn't had a shout-out for a long time, has he? He hasn't. Jordan? It's been a long while. Wow. Has, yeah. Uh, and his partner, Rachel, the five of us, we're the poster boys of the... Uh, and girls. Uh, poster boys and, and girls of the Grimsby 10K. <laughs> and that is... Mr. Paul Griffiths. We're off to speak to now. We are, yes. It's a great chat. I've had a listen to it already. He opens up about his mental health struggles. Uh, talks about his, his journey through running and uh, and this latest challenge that he's, uh, he's done, uh, like Ben said, an ultra. So uh, without further ado, here he is, Mr. Paul Griffiths. Let's do it. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording now. Now then, you lot, a slot in our schedule popped up late in the day when planning Series 7, and an opportunity subsequently arose to find an extra inspirational member of our running community to chat to about their journey and their achievements. Now, I say this a lot, but my favourite ones of these are when I get to chat to a real-life friend. Now, hot off the back of conquering the wall and raising money for this podcast charity of the year, Run For Your Mind, now seemed a perfect time for me to catch up with my guest today. Running themed charity challenges have made up a big part of his story and we're going to find out all about that today. His highs, his lows, his proudest moments and his big plans for the future. So please join me in welcoming the evergreen and trust me you would not believe me if I told you his actual age. Fartlek family OG Mr Paul Griffiths is here. Paul how are we doing my brother? I'm good Rob yourself? Yes I'm good thank you sir. In the midst of a house move, so apologies to people listening if the quality is a little bit lower. I'm using the uh, the mic on my uh, my computer rather than the proper setup. But hopefully we'll we'll muddle through it together. How's your day been, man? Have you been out for a, a run today? Uh, I knew you'd ask me that. So just before I came on, I've <laughs> literally been out and just done a little short twit twenty minutes. So yeah. Yeah, but you're, st- you're still in full-on recovery mode from the ultra, aren't you? So you'd 100%. Be, you'd be forgiven to be taking it easy, sir, don't worry. <laughs> um, I'm dead excited to chat today, man. I know that we've spoken in various guises and settings, um, but to dedicate a good half an hour to finding out about your story, your background, and, and what brought you to the wall just a couple of weeks ago, the accumulation of your running journey to date is something I'm very, very excited to share um, with your friends and fellow Fartlek family members, uh, our listeners. So why don't we get straight into it, man? Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you first got into running? Um, it was probably in um, sort of 2013. Um, I'd literally just moved um, the year before and I got to a point, I think it was New Year's Eve, I got weighed uh, and I was just shy of 17 stone. Uh, and I just thought to myself, here's a perfect opportunity to lose some weight. How, how can I do it? Um, it was a case I spoke to a neighbour who was also my good friend who I did the wall with. Um, and he offered to help me. Uh, so that's how we started. Um, I was literally doing sort of, you know, lamppost to lamppost. That's how I initially started running. Um, and if I'm honest, I struggled from one lamppost to the next when I first started. Um, and to be fair, over the next sort of four to five months, I probably dropped probably three stones, something like that. Um, and I, comf- I, I say comfortably, I could manage a 5K. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously he was talking at me a lot and I obviously come out with standard answers. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so that was pretty much how I got started into running. And in those formative years then, I'm thinking kind of 2013, 14, 15, 16, um, from what I know of you and from the notes that you sent across, it was it was purely kind of for the weight loss journey, wasn't it, at that point, rather than it being sort of the organised, getting involved in races, getting down to park run. It was it was with that goal of getting in shape in mind, wasn't it? 100%, yeah. I mean, that, that was my only goal, is literally sort of getting, you know, some sort of fitness um, and just trying to look after myself a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so what happened in 2016 then, man? What what turned the worm? Um, what turned the worm? I mean, to be fair, obviously from sort of 13 to 16, I was, you know, still doing a little bit of running, uh, not as much. Uh, I was going to the gym. Uh, and then I was at work. Um, it was the 24th of November 2016. And I was stood talking to one of my colleagues. And the next thing I know, my left leg collapsed away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a bit odd. Um, it weren't un- uncommon when I was running for my knee to give way a little bit. Um, but this felt a little bit different. So I s- sort of sat down and I thought, hmm, that's a bit weird. Went to stand up, still the same problem. Um, so I phoned the doctors, um, went along to the doctors, the emergency doctors. Uh, they saw nothing sort of wrong. Um, but they did say, you know, if you want to pop to the uh, hospital just for a second opinion, you're more than welcome. So obviously that's what I did. Uh, next thing I know, um, I'm laid laid on a bed in A&E, strapped up to all sorts of machines, being told I'd had a TIA. So enlighten me and, and anybody listening. It's not the most common of ailments to be uh, to be struck down with. What What is a TIA? What, what does it mean? What impact did that have on you and your life? So a TIA is basically, it's a, it's a transit. Transient ischemic attack. So I had to write that one down just to make sure I got it right. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's, it's a mini stroke. Okay. Um, so obviously, I lost sort of all feeling sort of down my left hand side. Um, you know, just for a short. Luckily for me, just for a sort of short period. Um, and like I say, I, I was admitted that evening to the hospital. Um, luckily, I think because of the bits and bobs I'd done running and gym. The three years prior, um, you know, I had quite a, a instant recovery from that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, that that was kind of the turning point where I needed to, you know, look after myself that that extra little bit more. And was your um, was your journey back into running uh, quick from there, or was there kind of a, a recovering rehabilitation period following the CIA before you then kind of found running, I guess, in the guys that, that we see it now and, and, and what we see from your social media and, you know, the, the, the racing, the involvement in the community, the, uh, the part runs and, and ultimately, of course, the ultra that we're going to get to in a while. To be fair, it took me quite a while to actually get sort of running on a consistent basis. Um, even for, you know, the next couple of years, I continued going to the gym, running occasionally. Um, the doctor said straight away, because that was one of my first fears was, you know, what can I do? What can't I do? Um, and the doctor said, look, whatever you've been doing, just keep doing it. Because obviously it's, it's served you well. Um, so what I, what I did do is, like I say, I carried on with the gym, um, a little bit of running. Um, but I got to a point where I needed something more with 
to to inspire myself to run um, because there was no real reason to run mm-hmm. um, other than, you know, we say I had a TIA. But it took till 2018 till I actually ran my first race. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was obviously um, probably the worst half marathon I've ever chose to run in my life. Yeah, I was about to say, your first half marathon, you went for the uh, the Sheffield half marathon, uh, the lung buster, uh, the widow maker that is the first, uh, the first five miles in particular of that run. Um, how, how was that? I mean, that would be enough to put you off for life, surely. It nearly was, to be fair. I mean, yeah. that, like you said, that first sort of five, six mile up. I mean, I'm from a land where it's flat. And I mean, it's flat. Um, and to go, that was the first experience I had of a mountain, I'd call it. Um, that, <laughs> that, that, halfway up it, I, I can remember thinking, what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, and it was such a drag. And, you know, we got to a point where I was literally walking up the hill and then I'd go again and then I'd walk again. And then, like I said, I got to the top and it was just like, oh, it's flat now. Thank God for that. Um, and, and like I say, I managed to get round it, um, and I got round it in, I'd, I'd like to think quite a, a respectable time. I think it was something like 2.38, mm-hmm. um, for my first half marathon and my first sort of official race. But I can remember coming over that fish, finish line, um, Marcia was there, my wife, um, and a couple of friends cheering me across that line. And that, that feeling just going across, you know, being around people, the finish line, the people around the streets of Sheffield, you know, cheering you on, chucking jelly babies out your left, right and centre. Um, it just, it, it kind of gave me that buzz and I, I just thought, you know what, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you then carried through in 2019 on to a race that we were both at um, uh, before we knew each other. We, we might have even rubbed shoulders inadvertently. Uh, you did Donny 10K in the, it's the November, I think, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, my, my hometown has done uh, the Doncaster 10K. Mm. Um, which was, you know, that was, it was pretty good. I enjoyed, enjoyed that one. Um, I did kind of have a little story on that one. Um, obviously halfway, halfway around that, I did get to a point where I needed to uh, ask a lovely lady who was out cheering if I could, uh, pop to her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a wildy story. It, it technically was, but at least it was indoors. Yep. Yep. It's a, a, a sophisticated wildy story. Exactly. Yes. Um, and to be fair, I, I enjoyed that one and I've subsequently done that race twice since mm. and obviously better my set, better my time both times. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, one, it's one I'll keep going back to, I think. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's a good, yeah. it's per- curlies that run it, isn't it? With yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. And a nice finish at the race course as well. Although yeah. it, I, I always find it a little bit weird. Um, like I'll, I'll, the start of the finish is great, but. The people of Doncaster don't really want you running through the town centre, do they? I always find like oh, no, kilometers. No, honestly, the, the people of Doncaster can be really aggressive when it comes to shutting <laughs> yeah. the roads. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, just people worriedly at ten o'clock in the morning sat in the pubs. Yeah. Looking That's... at you like these road closures are affecting me. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't get my taxi to the pub. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, okay, so that was twenty nineteen. Now I imagine that as you're moving into twenty twenty you started to think, right, let's get going. Let's, let's start thinking about the next challenge. Let's start thinking about racing. Let's start thinking about keeping, you know, scratching this itch that we get when we start doing these races. But of course, COVID's going to hit. That old story that seems to rear its head on most of these chats. Um, how did that impact your journey and the things that you had planned for 2020? Um, well, because of 
I did a, a walking challenge just back, just circling back a little bit um, in 2019 with some um, people who I'd met again through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a woman called Ruth Webster, and we did a 100,000 steps in 24-hour challenge. Okay. And that was that was literally walking from Edinburgh to sort of round about the Fife area. We did circle around two or three times, mm-hmm. uh, and I ended up ended up doing that. And that was part of um, a mental health charity, the Grace Deer Foundation. Um, and we, you know, we raised money for that, and obviously we completed that. I think it was in about 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that was good. So so I I kind of got the bug for doing you know a bit more and try to raise a bit of money for charity. Uh, and so coming coming back to 2020, I thought, right, what can I do in 2020? Um, and I thought, right, I like running. I like, I think, 10K is my distance, uh, if I'm honest. Um, so I thought, right, let's do, let's call it the 12 in 12. So it was 12, mm-hmm. 12 10, 12 10K races uh, across the year. So one a month. I thought, yeah, that's achievable. I can book them as I go along. So book, book January's, got that one done. Um, February's. February's got cancelled. That was uh, one at Sherwood Pines mm-hmm. uh, because I think there'd been some storms. So I then had to find another one for February. Did that one. I think that was at Harewood House. Um, and then obviously March has came along, um, which was the Pontefract 10K. Did that one. And then they rearranged the uh, Sherwood Pines one. So I ended up doing two in, in March. Um, then obviously uh, the world shut down and I was mm-hmm. like, right, okay, what can I do? Um, so... Obviously, there was a lot of um, virtual racing going along, and I thought, right, here's my way to, you know, gives me an excuse to get out, uh, do me, do me hour of exercise, um, and uh, just be able to obviously complete the challenge that I set myself, raising a few quid along the way for. It was actually for mine, Doncaster, um, at the time. So um, I ended up doing those sort of virtually across the year, and finishing with. Well, literally just after, I think it was just before Christmas, the 20th of December or something like that, I ended up finishing that one um, yeah. and raised a few quid for, sort of, um, for mine. So that was, that was, that's quite a buzz. Um, but then obviously in 2020, um, with everything that was happening, um, we had, you know, my brother-in-law unfortunately, um, got cancer, mm-hmm. uh, and, he, sorry. Um, sorry, I might take your time. He, it was quite a, um, a short-lived illness. Um, he, he was diagnosed initially slightly wrongly. Um, and then I think it was in October, November sort of time. Um, they said, look, you know, it's, it's, it is a bit more aggressive. You've probably got sort of three months. So, um, which, it was quite, it was quite, we were quite close, um, as you can imagine. And it literally, I think within 13 days of him being told he'd got three months, he'd sadly sort of deteriorated uh, and passed away uh, on the 6th of December. Right. So, I mean, that was, that was very difficult for me to take and still is now. Um, yeah. Understandable. I mean, it's, it's ne- ne- never easy to lose somebody to cancer, particularly so young, but I can only imagine that during 2020 and all the restrictions that were in place and all the horrible stuff that happened through the year that for you and your family, it must have just been just so much harder. 
It, yeah, exactly that. I mean, we, you know, we weren't allowed to see each other for much of the year. Um, obviously, when when he got his diagnosis, you know, everything went out the window. And I don't mind admitting it. You know, we all got together as a family, wanted everyone together, which mm-hmm. you know we did. We did what we had to do. And yep. you know, some sometimes some things are more important Agreed. than a few rules. Yep. So, so unfortunately, like I said, Michael, you know, passed away on the sixth of December. Um, and like I said, we I finished. And did the last of the uh, 10Ks. I think it was on the 20th, and I actually did it with his son. Um, it would drag me around Retford because uh, I, I probably weren't in a in a fit state to be doing it. But we, you know, we got it done, and you know, we finished finished off that little challenge and raised a few quid for mine. So, and and then a, a very nice memory. I, I can only imagine though yeah. to, to 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 almost. I guess in in some small way counterbalance such a horrible situation, and mm-hmm. and, and and I'm sure your your nephew will carry that with him as well. Yeah. Uh, now that became a platform for you though, dude, didn't it? Because it wasn't just about this challenge is done. Uh, you wanted to honour the memory of your brother-in-law. You wanted to step into the next challenge as the world started opened up, and that led you to Yorkshire Marathon in 2021, didn't it? Tell tell me all about that. Tell me about the work you did raising money for cancer research. Tell me about the training. Tell me about the experience. Just just let's go through that bit by bit. Um, um, I got my well, like I say, I thought right, what's the next challenge? And I thought, you know, why not? Let's. I'm ne- I'm never going to get into London. I've applied for it like everyone else, probably five, six times, I think now, always get knocked back. I thought, right, Yorkshire Marathon, it looks relatively flat. I thought, that looks, you know, it's round the corner, right on my street. Let, let's go for it. Let's let's push it and let's see if we can raise a few quid for sort of cancer research. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my training plan. Um, that started, was it 16 weeks before? So just trying to work it back now in my head. So it was sort of June time, I think, start May, June. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we actually moved um, home from Doncaster to Redford to actually be closer to to uh, Marcy's family. Yeah. Um, so we moved we moved house once, then we moved again later in August. But, you know, that's a, that's a byproduct. Um, but like I say, we, the training started really good, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, the you know, but slowly building up the distances, doing a bit of intervals, all things that were new to me because obviously 10k. I don't want to sound big-headed, but I don't need to train for a 10k. I can, yep. I can, I can go out and do that, and I'm quite comfortable at doing that. Um, but for something like this, I thought I've got to train for this. Um, so, I, like I said, I gave it my all. Um, we moved, like I said, we moved firstly into rented accommodation. Um, in June so obviously that had an effect so I missed a couple of runs there and then we moved a second time um, in August um, back into the house that we bought mm-hmm. um, and like I said the, tr- the training sort of took a, a little back seat for two or three weeks and then then I was doubting what I could and couldn't do and you know I, w- I went through sort of every emotion what am I doing am I doing right I'm you know, chucking a lot of time at this. You know, I think even one of one of my training runs because I didn't want to impact my weekend uh, with the family. Um, so what I decided to do, I was at work at half past eight on the Saturday morning. So I literally got up at three thirty, set off at four thirty, and and run run to work, sort of twenty one miles away. <coughs> Excuse me, um, and just you know. Actually doing that and being out at that time and in the morning and running and 
you know, I just got such a sense of achievement from it. And I, and I just thought, you know what, being out this time and that, you know, day, the, you know, it's really quiet, peaceful. It's, this is definitely a bit of me. And yeah. like I say, I, I enjoyed the training and, I, and then I kicked on and I pretty much completed, you know, I, I would say of the training plan, I probably did 80 to 85% of it. Um, so, I, you know, I'm quite proud of that actually happening. So, and then obviously the marathon day came. Yeah, and how how was Yorkshire Marathon then on the day? Yorkshire Marathon, it was it was a little bit uh, wet to start with, mm-hmm. um, but obviously you know I was a little bit nervous, um, which I I expected to be, um, but I knew I'd done everything I possibly could to be in the best shape I, I could to to actually get round it. Um, I've set out everything was absolutely perfect um it couldn't have gone any more to plan and then at about usual 20 miles yep 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 um, you know everything if you if you look at my strava stats on it it was absolutely bang on perfect the whole way it was exactly where i had anticipated what i trained for 20 miles got inside my head i was thinking i've not really been past this sort of distance i'm a bit tired now my knees are hurting a little bit i could do with a bit of a walk I plugged on till 22 mile and I thought, right, I'm going to have a walk now. Um, and that sort of, that slowed me down. So the literally the last four miles was walk, run, walk, run, walk, run. Um, but literally coming up to the last little bit so I could start to hear the crowd um, at the fin- towards the finish line. And that buzz, I thought, right, I'm not, there's no way I'm walking over that line. So literally yeah. pick, pick my, Picked myself up, literally just drove it home, uh, and actually what appeared, I've seen the video since, and it doesn't look like I finished as quickly as I thought I'd had in my head, um, but I literally sprinted across that line, and I saw my sister-in-law just as I was coming, and obviously that was the reason why I did it, um, and I started to well up, but I physically had nothing, I was that sort of dehydrated, um, and you know, I just looked down and I'd got Michael's name on my tags on my trainers. I looked down, I looked at Michelle, um, and literally I kind of dry cried, if you know, if that makes sense. Yep. There was nothing to physically come out. And when I got over the line, I just, I burst into tears. They actually came out then. And the sense of achievement of what, what I'd actually just achieved, it was just, it was insane. You know, you know, the fat lad of sort of nine years earlier, who was 17 stone, there was no way on God's earth me running from one lamppost to another one could ever run a marathon. Never. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and it was it was a great day all in all. And like I said, the buzz, it was just it was something I can't really explain to people. And, and you know, we managed to raise 1,300 quid for cancer research which is awesome you know and I, and I thank everyone for every single donation that you know I've blagged the hell out of for them yeah yeah and an amazing achievement and what a way to round out the year as well now you, yeah. you, you got to the end of 2021 and um, I mean obviously the, the, you raised the money for cancer research um, uh, for, for Yorkshire Marathon but you previously done a lot with them um, of work for mental health charities 
activities mm-hmm. and uh, you're very open talking about your own kind of journey with mental health and and how towards the end of 2021 uh, that probably took a turn uh, an unexpected turn or, or, or certainly something came to light that you didn't know was pr- previously there and um, and that led ultimately to the work that you've you've done this year with Ollie and and run for your mind and, and, and the wall which is the accumulation of this conversation do you want to just talk me through kind of how that came about and and, and however much you feel comfortable um your motivators uh that you know the the lead up to it and then and then subsequently how you turn that into um the incredible achievement that that, it, that it's become sure no problem um so um just going back sort of to the beginning my, uh, my dad um unfortunately he died when he was 58 and that was in 2009 um he he also had heart problems um so obviously there was my dad, um, Marcy's dad passed away um, in 2015, I think it was. Um, again, heart-related problems, and then Michael passed away. So there's a, there's a lot going on sort of in the background. Um, like I said, we moved sort of twice in the space of sort of three months. In the midst of that, um, I also, we closed down my store that I used to manage at work and we merged that with another one so so basically I then had to move my store into another store so in the space of three months I moved two houses and a store into another store um, I also took a backward step in my career um, and I never knew sort of how much that would affect me plus obviously like I say I don't think I'd ever been through a grieving process with any of the three important men in my life, um, my dad, uh, Marcy's dad, and, uh, and Michael. Um, I think it was the 20th of November, the day after my dad's, what would have been my dad's birthday. Um, I literally, I jumped in the shower and I just broke down. Um, I just stood there. And if I turned the shower off, you wouldn't have been able to tell because I, I cried and, you know, I literally stood there crying and I just said to Marcia, I said, I just can't do it. Um, I literally crawled into bed, uh, still wet, pulled the quilt up over my head and I just, I just laid there just crying. Um, and I just said, I can't do it. And I, I think I'd got to a point and I tried to explain it to people. I think I've got, a sh- I've got a shelf at the back of my head. Um, and that's where I put stuff mm-hmm. and it, and it, there's not one big element. But I keep putting little bits up there, um, and it got to a point where all those little bits had just accumulated, and the shelf just collapsed. Uh, and that's that's the only way I can explain what happened, um, you know. And from there, like I say, um, I phoned up work and I said, "Look, I can't come in. I can't do it." I says, "I don't know what's happening. I didn't. I, I really didn't know what was happening to me at the time." It's it's weird because I'm like, why am I feeling like this? I mean, it's easier for me to understand it now. Um, Obviously, looking back, but at the time, I didn't really understand what it was. Um, I I felt I felt lost. I didn't feel me. Um, I, I felt like I had no identity. Um, and I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. Um, and I know previous days driving home from work, I'd considered, 
um, driving my car off the motorway, um, just just as a, a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that kind of kept me going was the fact that I've got a beautiful wife and a beautiful family who love me so much, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd never do anything like that to hurt them. Um, so, like I say, that's that's where I was. That was the start of, I suppose that was the start of my recovery. Mm-hmm. Is actually acknowledging that there was something wrong. Um, so that later on that day, um, once I'd sort of processed a little bit, spoke to my boss, um, explained the situation. You know, he was great. You know, take your time. I'll let me. Let me get someone to, for you to talk to. Um, so I, he put me in touch with a counsellor. Um, I, I went and had Reiki sessions, but obviously on the on the day when it happened, my first thought was, right, what can I do? Mm-hmm. What what can help me? Where, where do I feel happiest? And to be fair, I went out for a, possibly the worst 16 miles I've ever done in my life. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I literally went out and I took no fuel with me. I took no water with me. Um, and I literally just, I just, I was a bit Forrest Gump. I just, I just ran. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I had, I had similar thoughts. I thought, what's stopping me stepping out into the road in front of a car? Uh, but again, the, the, the only thing that ever keeps me on track is the fact that, like I said, I have got a great support network around me. Sorry, yeah. I don't know that one. I knew she'd say that. <laughs> we're going to keep going with it right at the climax of this conversation <laughs> as well um, and thank you so much for sharing that man I'll just jump in for a second yeah, sure. um, I know it's quite emotionally draining talking about that kind of stuff but I think what you've said will resonate with a lot of people who have felt at the lowest at times and have felt some of the feelings that you felt and to see the steps that you have taken on the back of it and the way mm-hmm. you've surrounded yourself with positivity and with the efforts you've made to make a difference is, is nothing short of inspiration. And I'm super proud of you, mate. Um, talk to me about the wall then and talk to me about working with Run For Your Mind. Yes. Yeah, so so obviously of, of the back I was feeling, obviously, I'd, I'd seen you guys post about um, Ollie and what he was doing. Um, so I thought, you know, let me get in touch with Ollie. And let me, I actually chatted to him and, you know, we had quite a lot in common. Um, we were, we were chatting. So, you know, he were helping me out. He, he was telling me how he were feeling. I was telling him how I were feeling. So, you know, we had, we had things in common. And like I say, he just come across as such a nice guy who wanted to help people. Um, and, and I just thought, you know what, you guys, supporting him so he must be a good, a good guy and I just thought you know what I need I need a challenge I need a fresh challenge something to focus on and um, I had some time on my hands while I was off work and obviously I started watching all sorts of crazy ultras and and things like that on YouTube and you know thanks to the WhatsApp like uh, WhatsApp group and there was all sorts of messages going in so it was like watch this watch that so so like I say I just thought right I've done a marathon what am I capable of? Um, so I, I looked around. I, I, I didn't want something where I'd have to get a compass out. I wanted something that was way marked. So people said, oh, try the rat race. Um, so I looked at that one, the wall. Yeah, that, 
That looks good to me. 70 miles. Yeah, <laughs> 26 points into 70. That's nothing, yeah. is it? You I thought I can do that. I've got plenty of time yeah. to train for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's where the idea was born. So I, I just, I just like, like the, you know, the feel of ultra running. I just thought, you know, I, I see people going out. They can walk. They can run. You know, it's uphill. We, we walk in. If it's downhill, we'll run. If it's not too steep. And it, it just it just looked fun and the camaraderie and like I say working with all I thought right it's a great opportunity to try and raise a couple of quid I like you know people have got used to me now begging them for money mm-hmm. um, I thought right it's a great opportunity so um, I said to my best mate mate do you want to do this with me so I had to show him a couple of YouTube videos as soon as he saw the saw the snack stations he was all over it yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, I could definitely do it for that. Yeah, um, um, but he, he did actually ask. He says, "I'll do that for you if you agree to be my be my best man." And obviously, I said, "Yeah." Yep. Um, so he gets married on the nineteenth of August. So I'm looking forward to that. Yep. So, so obviously the the training began. Um, and to be fair, the training was it was it was very loose. It was more time on your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just slowly increased it over. You know sort of 10, 12 weeks, I think we did it over, you know, I think we started at two and a half hours and the, the longest run we ever did, run walk was, I think it was 10 and a half hours, mm-hmm. which we did overnight, um, just to get used to being out and about in the dark. Yeah. And that actually stood us in quite good stead with what we what was to come um, at the wall. And how was the experience on the day? I can imagine only imagine that 70 miles is uh, you, you go through an array of every single emotion under the sun. Absolutely everything. Um, so we set off, I think it was just, just past seven o'clock Saturday morning, first 15 miles to the first checkpoint. Absolutely bliss. Nice. I think we pretty much, much run sort of 95% of that. Mm-hmm. Um, onto the next one, uh, again, 24 miles, everything was perfect. We were all on track. You know, we've got an idea to get to Hexham for sort of seven o'clock. Um, and then in between sort of the second checkpoint and the third is um, there's a couple of people that will know how, what it's like. But it literally is up, down, up, down. And we're talking sort of, you know, thousand foot climbs. And that's something I weren't typical me. I'll book a race. I'll not look at the elevation. <laughs> yeah. I just book it. Just do it. Ignorance is bliss, man, sometimes. Yeah, of course it is. It's, it's one of them. If, if you know what it's like, you're just going to worry about it. I didn't I didn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, that, to be fair, there was only six miles between those two checkpoints, and it was needed, um, and the refuel. But, you know, we, we was having a good day. The sun was out. Um, it weren't too hot. You know, it was all, all good. We got into Hexham probably just before 7 o'clock, so we were bang on what we wanted to do. To do. Um, at which point then we pretty much both discovered we'd got blistered feet. Yeah. Uh, 44 miles in. Um, and then it was like, right, how can we nurse these for the next marathon? Um, so there was a, a lot more walking in that section. Um, and then it got to the section sort of along the river, which was pitch black. It was gone midnight. It was freezing. It was really, the temperature had really dropped down. It was probably about seven or eight degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, like an idiot, just put an extra layer on top of my wet t-shirt mm-hmm. and not bother changing it like a div. 
Um, but that was come, that was going to come back and bite me in the arse a bit later on at 61 miles. Um, literally got in uh, 61 miles. I couldn't be bothered to eat. I, I was sick of eating. Mm-hmm. I couldn't drink anything. I felt sick. I just thought, not feeling this. I thought, right, let's let's get going. Let's get moving. I was cold, and I just felt so weak. Uh, literally walked away from there. I got about a hundred yards, and I just said to Luke, I just just give us a second. I'm lent against this post. Next thing I know, I'm laid out on the floor. Oh, mate. So, um, yeah. So next thing I know is obviously medics, medics. So I get I get took back to the medic van. Sat in there, toasty warm. Did all my observations. Everything was fine. Um, and it was just a case of I think I was hungry. I was fatigued, I was tired, I was cold. Yeah. Um, and she went, right, I'm going to advise you, obviously not to continue. She says, but that's all I can do, and I know exactly what you're going to do. Because <laughs> I, I, I says, well, I haven't come this far to quit now. No, 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 no <laughs> not with nine to go. Exactly, and I'd, I'd warmed up so much in the van, and I felt so, she could tell that I was full of beans by this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd fully bounced back, and it, it was just where I needed so I literally got out, put on my woolly hat, my gloves, an extra buff around my face, um, my waterproofs on, just to extra layers just to add to it. Um, and we literally just trudged the last sort of nine miles. Um, it, it was a slog. It was hard work. It was dark. Um, and then literally just as I was coming down Newcastle Quayside, I just see this beautiful face coming towards me. A beautiful bearded face, probably about three miles out. <laughs> and I'm like, that's never is. And it was only our very own Derek. He's a Gemini. He an just pops up. Giant. He just pops up in the least expected places. No one else about. And Derek just cut. And to be fair, Derek made the last three miles so easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we both chatted to him. He could see we were both in pain and we just wanted it to be over. Um, and he literally just walked us. To, to the end, videoed as, as literally crossing the line, which was awesome. Um, and it was just great to have him there. Just, I've been seeing a friendly face that far in at that late stage of night. So that was, that was probably about sort of two o'clock, mm-hmm. um, in the morning, um, probably just after, uh, and we crossed the line at 20 past three in the morning. So we actually, did it in 20 hours and 12 minutes, and I said I would be happy with 20 hours. Um, so I'm I'm excited with 2012 to yeah. to say what happened. Um, but the weird thing is, I expected a lot of emotions when I crossed the finish line, and it was one more of I've done it right. Thank God for that. Thank God that's over. Yeah, put it to um, bed. Put it. Yeah. To- yeah, yeah. I was I was quite emotionless, and and it and it's weird. And I tried to explain it, and I and I did speak to Derek afterwards, and I says, "Is it weird that I, I I was I had more emotion at the marathon because I didn't expect myself to be able to do that, mm-hmm. but at the ultra, I'd convinced myself that I would do it. Yeah, and I think mentally, I I was in such a strong place that I knew I would do it. Nothing was stopping me, even sort of being advised not to carry on. Yeah, even collapsing at 61 miles. Exactly. Can, yeah. can I just add this bit in now, just in case my mum does listen to it? Sorry, yeah. mum. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Um, 
Wonderful. Uh, and, and an amazing amount of money raised as well for Run For Your Mind, a great charity. £2,000 as we stand yeah, ju- yeah, just over £2,000, £2,060 I think it was as of this morning. Amazing, and people can still, of course, donate. Uh, we'll uh, just cover off all those all those details in a moment. We've been talking for nearly 48 minutes now, my friend. It's absolutely flown by. Uh, before I finish up, get out of it, I want to know what's next for you, dude. What's what's the next What's the next challenge? What's the next obstacle? What's the next feat you want to achieve? Um, as daft as it sounds, I've got a couple of small 10Ks and half small 10Ks, <laughs> 10Ks yep. and half marathon this later on this year. Um, but for next year, I've got, madly enough, I don't know why, uh, but I've got pedal away in a day in February. Yeah, are you moron? <laughs> I, I, I am a moron, yes. Uh, but apparently if I do that one, I can talk about it forever. And that's, that's the rules, apparently, yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I have actually signed up to, in March, the Rasselbach Backyard Ultra. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, great. So I have a target to do... 20 hours at least in that okay okay uh, so that's that's that big plans big plans yeah. and uh, and continuing to fundraise along the way i imagine i'm sure there'll be some fundraising because I, I can't i just enjoy harassing people for money yeah amazing i also be a debt collector <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah new career path yeah. um listen dude flown by it's flown by and i think people have loved it and i'm so grateful that you've been so honest and open with your story, I've, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed catching up. Um, before I let you get out of here, anything else we've not covered? Anyone you wanted to mention, shout out, say hello to? Anything at all that you want to cover before I let you go? Um, I, obviously, I've shouted her out a million times, but Marcia, my wife, I couldn't do it without her. She, she gives me a full support. Um, so thank you for sticking by me. Um, obviously, you guys for bringing me towards your community. Um, it's amazing the amount of support I've had from every single one of you um, he's been you know seconds for none uh, big shout out obviously to Derek for doing an ultra and then coming up to Newcastle and hanging <laughs> hanging around streets till 2am not, not looking out of place in Newcastle anyway nope. um, but coming and you know seeing us over that finish line awesome um, you know there's there's so many to mention Cathy um Julie, you know, Jamie, everyone, you know, Ben, Emma, the lot of you, you know, you've all been amazing, yeah. Oh, legend. Well, listen, man, uh, I'm very excited to see you in a couple of weeks' time, um, even though you're going to be wearing the wrong colour jersey, um, but we'll have a good one, and uh, and, yeah, catching up soon. Thanks so much for taking the time to share with me, mate. Uh, I, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our very own Mr. Paul Griffiths. How was that, Rob? Rob? Oh, a bit of a plot twist here because Rob's not here. He's been been for an interview today. Uh, Good luck with the interview. I hope you smashed it, mate. Um, But he's not here. So it's me at the Tiny Dancer doing this next bit. Um, I thought the chat with... Paul was awesome, um, open and honest about his chat, about his uh, mental health struggles and about him raising money for uh, Ollie uh, and Run For Your Mind, um, raising an awesome amount of money, two, over £2,000. So if you, the next thing you should, guys should do, listen to this, is go over and send him a few shekels and, and let's boost that, to, that number up. Um, but onwards and upwards, we carry on with the show without Rob here and I'm here to do the next intro. We've got our very own Ben and Emma with the Park Run League. 
update. How are you, Ben and Emma? Good evening, Matthew. Good evening. Good evening. How are good, you? Good to have you. Yeah, all good. Good to have you here. Uh, it makes a change, me being here, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It's weird. Oh, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Crazy. I, I mean, the, the penultimate episode of the Partner yeah, League, yeah. and Rob decides to do one. Yeah, maybe, you're absolutely maybe useless. Something yeah. to do with his team position in the league, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, also, on the line, we have the one, the only. Mr. Statman John, how are you, Statman? Hello, lads, uh, and Emma. I'm um, good, how are you? All good, all good. I was a date, you went on a date last week, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so I'll be honest, uh, usually Rob chats to Ben for a bit longer, so I wasn't ready for the intro. Oh. I sat back picking my toes, but I'm back, I'm back, I'm here. <laughs> how is everyone? Are we good, are we good? <laughs> Oh, oh, good, oh, good. All the better of course. hearing you, that man. Yeah, oh, that's my man. Right, uh, oh. yeah, I had a date. Should I tell you about it? Should I not? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, uh, Katy Perry. Have you heard of Katy Perry? I have. Well, it wasn't with her, but uh, no, I'm joking, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, I'm on one today, I'm on fire. Uh, she, what did she do? She took me to a firework display. That's quite <laughs> nice. Um, broad daylight, but she said that's how they look good. Um, what was she doing? She kept roaring. That was a bit weird, but let me know. <laughs> I like it. Kept uh, talking about Orlando. I guess she likes it there. But um, anyway, I said to her, listen, do you want to take a ride on my disco stick? <laughs> and did she? She was outraged. She left. She said, how dare you think I'm her? So she went... I heard some sniggering behind me. I turned around at Dimble Runs was there watching me giggling. That was it. Oh, that's fantastic. I've, I've seen Katy Perry live. Statman Johnny impressed? No. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, she, uh, she didn't cover you in daisies as well, did she? She didn't. She did, she did. She lo- I can't think of any more, but yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I, no, else is awesome. Go on, go on, Ben. I, I also heard she kissed a girl. I'm, I'm not sure if she liked it or not. Then. <laughs> I love it, love it. Uh, <laughs> what else is awesome, as I was saying before, is that I've actually done an intro for this next segment. I've done a no. song. No way. I have, yes. Do you know what? I worked tirelessly into night writing these lyrics for this, and you know, I, th- I think you're going to be impressed. Um, I was going to learn the uh, the guitar chords for it, but obviously writing the lyrics took that long, and I was that determined to get everything right. And I think I've I think I've nailed it to be honest, guys. Write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. I have, yes, yes, I've done all that, and uh, yeah, I think it epitomises everything that is about uh, the Parkland League and what, what you you guys have created, Ben and Emma, what you've done for everybody and uh, what we're about and what the Parkland podcast. I think, uh, yeah, I've worked hard. So uh, without further ado, here it is. Park Run. What is that? Oh, Matthew. You put back as much effort into that as you have into recording this whole segment for the last <laughs> nine months. That, the song lasts longer than you have in this segment. But <laughs> and some say it lasts longer than other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna. 
listen, Matthew, that is this not just a pause in the song and we're waiting for the rest? That, that's not the song, is it? That's the song, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. I'll be honest, my lad, that was uh, that was shit. <laughs> I'm glad you said this. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that, can't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Is my, best? Is, my, is my best not good enough then? No. <laughs> and uh, Donna, I apologise. <laughs> long he lasts. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Donna. <laughs> sorry, Donna. Sorry, sorry, Donna. Uh, anyway. Uh, now you've had that uh, musical masterclass from myself, <laughs> shall we get on with the Parkland League? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, that's my that's my <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> so last week was PV week. It was. And do we have some stats and some news and some updates on that? Then please. We absolutely do. So, in what we'll do is we'll do the regular order of um, announcements of, mm-hmm. of noticeable performances, and then I'll, I'll quickly reel off the people who won each individual group that everybody was in. Nice one. So, obviously, the first that I normally do, my favourite one is the PB. So, we were hoping for a lot of these this week. Um, but um, I'm not disappointed, but I, I thought there might be more, if I'm being honest. So we had four people set all-time PBs this week, and they are starting with Rob's team because he's not here, so he can't he can't gloat about these two. There were two from Rob's team oh, this wow. week. Oh wow! Yeah, we had Lisa Cooper. She's done almost, she's done two PBs in two weeks now. And Hayley Morgan, both both taking time off of their PB. Six seconds for Lisa, 18 for Hayley. Um, from Team Cirque de Better Than You, we had Adam Brown taking 10 seconds off his all-time PB. And we also had Amanda Harding taking off 27 seconds off her all-time PB. 27 seconds, that's awesome. huge. So them four are our PB king and queens this week. Awesome, awesome stuff, guys. And what else have they been up to, Statman John? Um, sorry, I'm still in shock at that song. They, uh, well, <laughs> all of them actually performed the tango with Gary Neville. It was beautiful. Nice. <laughs> I bet you've got some moves, haven't you? Um, awesome. So next that is we had a, we had a, a few of these this week within 15 seconds of their PBs because again people did actually go for it that's what we wanted to see we wanted to see people going for it so for the likes of Michael Slack who was 10 seconds off his all-time PB um, Kevin Johnson was eight seconds off his all-time PB and finally somebody that we've seemed to have mentioned in some phrase of PB for the last God knows how many weeks is Mr. Sean Baxter. He was bang on 15 seconds off his PB. Mm-hmm. So those Just three did, yeah, those three, they're the uh, within 15 second kings of the week. So it was good to awesome. see. That's what we wanted. Awesome, awesome running, guys. And Statman John, have you got some uh, some more stats of these three PB all, almost? Uh, yeah, wow, magnificent sheet. They all cleaned their chimney with a piece of coal, sparkling. 
No. With a piece of coal. So the idea is to get the coal out. Anyway. Anyway. Well done, guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So well done to all seven of those that I've just mentioned. Yes. They they really took part in the PB week and to all those that were just over 15 seconds, because there were a little clutch of people just over 15 seconds as well. Well mm-hmm. done to everybody who went out and put an effort in this week. I just want to get that in. Yeah. Um, so on to the some of these. Um, I know one of these was tactical, but we had six people finishing in the same position this week six this is our biggest week yet of this stat so let's not beat around the bush team west coast seem to get one every single week and this week it was wayne again two weeks in a row for him now um finishing in the 50th position wow so well done to wayne that was his third third position points so he still has one in the bag going into the final week. Um, we have from Team Awkward, we have two people. We have JP. Um, he finished 11th for the second week in a row. And we have our international park runner, uh, Sophie Bestwick, who went to the same park run two weeks in a row and finished second two weeks in a row. Oh, wow. So kudos to Sophie. Um, from Team What's Here Recurring, again, this guy's name is every single week at the minute, Mr. Sean Baxter, finishing in fifth mm. position again. He's smashing the points this week then, by the look of things. Absolutely is, yeah. So he's he's gone and run himself uh, another ten points. Um, first one of the competition, I think this one is, for Southern Gravy. We had Byron Kearns running... Mm. In position five as well. Mm-hmm. So he finished P5. And from your team, Matty, can you tell mm-hmm. me who from your team got himself a, another 10 points? I think it's the little Slacky, was it? Mike Slack? It indeed, yes. Mr. Michael Slack. He ran his fourth and final 10 points of this week, coming mm-hmm. in first place whilst also being damn close to his PB. So, yeah. To all them six for their positions, uh, like we say, Wayne's used three now, Sean Baxter's used three now, Slack has used all four, uh, and all the others can still go into the final week and run theirs as well. Awesome. So, uh, what 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 uh, what stats have you got that those guys have achieved as well then, Statman John? Well, old Slacky, he ain't slacking, he always comes yes. first, doesn't he, my lad? <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, what did they do? All of them at once, up and down. They done the worm, up and down the big bend. Oh, wonderful! Wow, sounds like it'll take some doing. Wow, up the side or up the stairs or up the side. Up the side, nice. That would be a sight to see. Absolutely, absolutely. Fair play to them. Um. Right, one, one stat that, we, that I haven't really done before, but I wanted to do it this week because there were two people that stood out um, this week, is the people that actually won Parkrun this week. Now, we've just said Slacky, but there were two others who won their Parkrun this week. And one of them was Carl Barnes. He's been a great competitor throughout the competition. He went and he won Parkrun this week. Uh, at Oldham, great course, loved it, been there. And secondly... Big shout out to Mr. Jack Penfold for winning Boxer Park Run. Oh. So 
And we have, uh, yeah, we have to shout out them three for winning the park runs. That's a, that's a great, great achievement. Not something many of us will ever do, but them three are pretty good at it. Park Lake family winning park runs up and down the country. I love it. Any, any um, stats to go with that stat, man? Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm still waiting for the rest of that song. Uh, right, so what did they do? They uh, held a pottery class for a school event. Congratulations. Oh, nice Evans. one. Nice. Was <laughs> Harold there? Please do not put on. Oh, crap. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, is that your, all your stats done, Ben? One more, one more. This is my ultimate favourite one. The total volunteers for the week. Oh, yeah. Now, originally, we set ourselves a target of 250. We noticed we were probably going to beat that, so we set a target of 300. Following this week, we, we were on 277 last week. We had 26 people do it this week, which mm. takes our tally now to 303. So we have smashed our target of 250. We've smashed our second target of 303. Can we go on this week and get close to that 350? That would be amazing. 47 47 volunteers, don't we? If people can volunteer on a Saturday, get to their Mm. junior park run on a Sunday, if the people near the front of front runners can do some barcode scanning, that would be awesome. Anything. Let's try and get that. 150 this week. Definitely, I, I, I think if we if we push it on the on the group and push it in the uh, in on, on his socials, I think we'll be able to smash that. Surely, surely. Hmm. Right then, uh, shall we get down to the, to the main event, the leagues, the tables, the results? Yeah, we'll get on to the team stats first. So yeah. there's been quite a bit of movement this week. So we wanted this yeah, week to be a high point scoring week. Um, so that's why we had the week of the PBs. So we've got four teams that scored their highest points in the competition this week, mm-hmm. which are Team Awkward. Got 72 points this week. Wow. Searched are better than you, 65 points. Southern Gravy, 45 points. And your team. Oh, oh. I'm getting tired. You got 54 points this week. Wow. Awesome yeah. stuff. I'm, 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 thank you, Slacky. Plus Mother. the others that ran. Yeah. Although it's not really changed anything for you, I'm afraid. Oh. It was uh, one last, a last push a bit too late in the competition, but hey-ho. <laughs> Something to learn for next year. It is. <laughs> but... There is one team that is doing worse than you. Um, bottom of the Yay. table. <laughs> but they're proud of it. They're proud yeah. of being bottom. So they have 124 points. I'm getting tired. You've got 243 points. 273 points, yep. 43. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got Southern Gravy with 253 points. Yeah. Uh, Cirque du Soleil, two hundred and sixty-two points. Now, can you have a last push this week, Matty, and somehow get above Rob's team? Mm. Who knows? Yes. I'm. I'm working again. I think so. I'm... <laughs> 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 Maybe a bit I don't even know why I signed up. 
<laughs> Next up, we've got what's he occurring with 284 points. Was that the team where only one participant turned up this week, Ben? Yep, we only had one participant this week. Mm. Next up, Beast from the Southeast, 311 points. Cirque did better than you, we've got 323. Then we've got Weirdness with Ooh. 347. That's Team Awkward are in third place with 353. Sexy Sign Seekers are in second place with 412. <sighs> However, I don't, there's, there's no chance of catching them. West Coast, uh, top of the table, 474 points. Awesome, awesome. Remember that time I were in Team Awkward for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know much. <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff, awesome stuff. So there's still stuff to play for for third, second, third maybe, and, and, me to try and beat Rob's team. So third and fourth, that could switch around. There's only six points mm-hmm. between those two. Um, mm-hmm. But I think in, there's, we're solidly in second place. Yeah. Um, looking at it, fifth and sixth. You could move up the table, Matty. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, awesome. it's worth a try. It's worth a shot. It is, it is, it is. Fair enough. Ah, right, now we've done that. Ben, have you got some individual stuff you want to get on on with? Well, I'm going to give you a quick review of the top, and then Ben's just going to tell you some exciting stats, because things have got really heated up at the top of the table. So we've got four people who could potentially win it. At one point, it was looking like it was Darren, and that was it. He was going to run away with it. But now it's all to play for in this final week. So I'm going to tell you the top five positions. But there's two people in joint second place. Ooh. So in fifth place, we've got Carl Barnes, who's done brilliant again this week. We've got Ben in fourth place with 86 Ooh. points. Sorry, Carl's got 83 points. Ben's got 86. Mm-hmm. In f- third place, we've got Wayne Bolger with 96 points. Wow. Then in second, joint second place, we've got Darren McSweeney. And Mike Slack on 100 points. Moved wow. up to the top of the table. So Darren's been knocked off the top of the table. We've got Sean Baxter with 105 points. Ooh. Five points. So all to play for. Yeah, we've got top 105, second place, two people on 100 points, and then third place, 96 points. So that could all change in this last week. So I'm going to hand over to Ben because he's got a few stats just talking about how this could go in this final week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's been so exciting watching everybody. And, I mean, fair play to Darren. He's held the lead for so long. But, I mean, you, you can't discredit Sean back. So it's, it's almost like the tortoise and the hare. And um, he's he's gone out like the tortoise and he's just been consistent PBs. 15, finishing within 15 seconds, just to put it into perspective, he's he's volunteered seven out of the nine weeks. He's got three of his position points. He's only participated eight out of nine weeks as well. So he's so compare that to to someone like Darren or myself um, who've been out. No, in fact, no, I didn't, did I? I missed one. Um, Carl, for instance, Carl's done all nine weeks. Uh, Sean's only done eight out of nine. 
Um, and in those eight weeks, he's got three PBs. He's got three within 15 seconds. So he's he's done incredible. He's he really has been the 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 quiet the quiet um, champion in waiting, or well, I forget the actual terminology, but he's he's just chipped away and chipped away. He's got his challenge points, and he's worked his way right up that table. And I mean that that's kind of what we want from these competitions, from part run cup and from part run league. We want to see people pushing themselves and improving, and nobody has done it more so than Sean Baxter. So. He sits at the top of the table, five points clear of Darren. Now, Darren's been every single week. Um, he's got himself his four position points. He's volunteered on nine weeks, which is incredible. That's what we love to see. Um, he sits joint second with Mike Slack. Mike Slack, um, he's only run six of the nine weeks and he's in third position. Uh, well, joint second. Um, he has used all four of his point, uh, position points, though. He hasn't run any PBs, but he has run within 15 seconds once, and he's volunteered on nine occasions as well, which is brilliant. We'd love to see that. See, it's these little things which gain you those extra points, the volunteering every week, the 15 seconds or the PBs, etc. Obviously, the positions get you loads of points, but... Um, so, Sean sitting proudly at the top, Darren and Mike both very close. Wayne, Wayne's still in with a shot of winning it. Wayne's been... Wayne's run eight out of nine weeks. He's volunteered eight out of nine weeks. He's got three position points. And like Sean, he's still got the opportunity of getting ten points this week. Um, one thing that stood, stood Wayne in good stead and has put him right up here as well is getting that 66 on the challenge of the six-week week six. Yeah. He, was the, he was the only one to have got a 66, so he got himself ten points that week. Um, no PBs, though, no 15 seconds. Just like Darren, no PBs, no 15 seconds. So... Um, it's tight, it's tight, and there's a few different, uh, a few different ways that uh, all four of them could win it this week. But outright, if Sean goes this week in fancy dress and runs the same position this week, nobody's going to catch him, regardless of if they volunteer as well and run, run themselves a PB. Sean will outright win it. So I think Sean will. He's just got to. Wear a comfortable fancy dress and run that fifth position again, and he is—he is—he'll uh, be crowned champion. Um, mm-hmm. And Darren's got to hope that Sean doesn't finish fifth. He wears. He, Darren's got to go for a PB. He's got to wear fancy dress. He's got to volunteer as well. Um, same with Mike Slack. Same, exactly the same. Or Wayne. Wayne, for instance, if he if if Sean doesn't get his points. Wayne gets his position 50 again, wears fancy dress, volunteers and runs. Wayne could still win it. So any of those four could win it this week. Um, being what, Carl, about, what, about, what about you, Ben? Do you reckon you can get a push on, on the end of it? Could you imagine me winning it? It'd be rich. <laughs> It'd be rich. Um, I've, I've, I've purposely not got near the top. I didn't want to cause controversy. <clears throat> uh, I, I thought I thought I'd sit in there. Yeah, top that's that's why I've not. Uh, that's why I've not come near the top as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Don't, don't worry, we're not shouting out the bottom five points. <laughs> uh, so now, I mean, me, me, me and Carl, we're, we're fifth and sixth, or joint uh, fourth and fifth, based on if you count the joint ones and. Yeah, we've both had incredible competitions. Um, Carl could still finish top three places if he gets a PB. Um, and none of the others do and none of the others get positions or blah, blah, blah. 
But I think it's the, the, what you've got to look out for this week is Sean, Darren, Mike, Slack and Wayne. They're your four people this week. And it's it's Sean's to throw away now. So, yeah, yeah it's been, incre- been incredible. Um, we've loved to see it. And we will be doing on Sunday night a live to announce mm. the final results. So we don't want to leave you waiting until next Thursday. We want to get the results out as quickly as possible, let people know. So on Sunday night, uh, around about 8 o'clock, me and Emma yep. will be going live with yourself if you want to come, or with Rob as well if he's available. And yeah, we will... We'll announce- something. We will. We'll heads we- together and we'll sort something. And then, and then next week's show um, on the podcast, we'll just do a, a results show recap. Of, the, of everything that's gone off over the past uh, past eight or nine weeks. Exactly. Just stand down to anything that's done yeah, out. Exactly. But yeah, don't want to leave people in suspense waiting for these results. So um, on the subject of results, just to quickly recap week of the PBs, it was great to see so many people get involved. There were a, a cluster of people who didn't get involved, and that's fine. Um, but just individually from each of the eight groups, I'm just going to quickly reel off who were the winners of each group. So from group mm-hmm. one, were Group A, which was my group, Amanda Harding, rightly so, got herself a PB. Um, from Group 2, it was Kevin Johnson from Team Circa Better Than Them. Um, he was only eight seconds off his PB. From Group C, we've got Hayley Morgan, who we've already shouted out. She got a PB, so she was she was the winner in her group. Um, group D, Nadine from Team Witness, she was closest in her group. Um, even though she was nearly two minutes off her PB, she gets the 10 points. That's what it was all about. You didn't have to run a PB. If nobody else got close, you could still bag that 10 points. Um, group E, we've got Lisa Cooper. She did run a PB, so she was top point scorer in hers. Um, group F, Kelly Middlemore, also from Team Witness. There were two winners from Team Witness and two from Cirque de Saw Legs this week. Um, Going on to Group G, again, another team with two winners, Adam Brown from Team Cirque, the better than them. He did run a PB, so he rightly was awarded 10 points. And finally, from Group whatever comes next, I forget my I forget my um, alphabet now, <laughs> Group 8 written down, but I think I actually sent them across in, uh, in alphabetical form. Um, anyway, it was from your team, Matt, so go on, tell me who was it. Mike Flag. No. No? Ooh. No, it was Claire Forsyth. All right. Nice one. Claire got herself 10 points. She she got herself 10 points. She was the only person from Group 8 who went out and ran. So she bagged herself and she ran quite close to a PV as well, actually. So she deserved that 10 points. So there we go. That's a a quick summary. We've got... That's where you start. Final week. Club City is... Oh, uh, guys, guys. Guys, oh. I'm really sorry. There's someone at my door. Can you just give me one sec? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa, look at you look like flying. What are you doing here? I told you I'm recording. Okay, yeah, come in. No, they won't know. I'll get off. Whoa, wow, look at you. Right, uh, I've got to go, everyone. Uh, right, I'll see you later. Can I just... Donna, oh. you look incredible. <laughs> Donna, get out of there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's that, man? <laughs> Bless her. Bless her. Uh, I know you alluded to earlier then, Ben. Now we've got all the individual stats sorted. The yeah, challenge this week, I think everybody knows what's going off this week. It's all been said and it's all been done. So do you want to quickly recap what's going off with that? 
so yeah, obviously it's fancy dress week now. We've we've specified themes. It doesn't necessarily have to be a theme within your group, um, but we want everybody's fancy dress to be. You, you've got to be able to explain what your fancy dress is. I don't want just people yeah. going in Hawaiian shirts or just wearing a wig and saying they look <laughs> like somebody. We want full costumes. We want mm. we want it to be noticeable. Of one person even sent me that. Lighten up, part run. Exactly. Now, going back to Pride Week, where we asked people to dress up and run in all the colours, and we found out there were people who did not, who did not do that. They had taken pictures pre-park run, and oh. they run park run. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going through all that again. We're going to make this very clear this time. To gain your points, you have to run park run in your fancy dress. And we want your finish, we want your uh, picture that you send through to your team correspondent who then puts it in the, in the correspondence group. We want that picture to show activity in the background. We want to see others finishing in the background. We want to see people scanning barcodes in the background. We want to, ideally, we want you to still be holding your barcode loud and proud. Hold it in the air. Show us with your finishers barcode in your fancy dress with people in the background, not hiding, not in. I don't want anybody just to take a picture with nothing behind them. Um, it's got to yeah. show that you're at a park run, you have just finished the park run, and, yeah, that is the only, mm-hmm. that is one thing that we will award that points. That is understandable, yes, yes, 100%. If people send a picture in of them in just fancy dress with trees behind them and no visibility of anybody behind them, we're not yeah. going to award points. We will be that straight this time. So that's it. That's what we want. Um, send them in. So, yeah, we want, we want people to just go out there and have fun and just... Get rid of all the inhibitions and just 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 let loose and, and put on a bit yeah. of fancy dress and just brighten up park run a little bit. Um, I'm sure people around you will love it. Or doing it. There's no shame in it. Don't worry. Yeah. We're not, we don't want to force people to do things they don't want to do. Yeah. And it's only for some imaginary points for a competition and yeah. win, or, win or lose, it doesn't matter. Um, it's it's just that we're all having fun at the same time, and if 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 it's not fun for you to run in a fancy dress and get asked a load of questions by a load of randomers or get stared at by randomers, that's fine. <laughs> Nobody's judging you. Don't wear it. But if you do, be proud, be silly, and get that picture with activity in the background and send it over. And uh, I know I know me and Em and the rest of our team, we we've, we've all got ours ready, and uh, I can confirm we're going to look pretty damn stupid. <laughs> yeah, we've got a theme, and it, there will be no mistaking that we are in fancy dress. Put it that yeah. way. So fair enough. I can't. I can't wait to see that. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm half of me is wishing I weren't working now, so I could just go and rock up at park run and, and running, running a dress or running some sort of fancy <laughs> dress or whatever. <laughs> you wear dresses quite often, I've heard, Matthew. <laughs> just <sighs> so yeah, that, that is your final challenge for this week. Get your fancy dress out, get running, get having a good time, and uh, let's see those pictures. We fancy a good laugh. And just to give you a heads up, we're, we're actually off north of the border this week to meet up with Ooh. three of our teammates. So there's going to be five of us, me, Emma, and, and, and three others at a park run north of the border, and we're all going to be in fancy dress together. So, Love yeah, so you're not the only one at your park running fancy dress. If you can meet up with somebody and look silly with others, it makes it so much easier. 
Great, great stuff. And I cannot wait to see everybody's pictures at the weekend. So, that is that then, guys. Uh, anything else to add before we, we get head off? No, that's it. Good luck to everyone. Good luck especially to Sean, Darren, Mike and uh, Wayne this weekend. Um, it's, it's, yours to, it's yours to win, guys. Um, go out, run hard and win or lose you've you've all been great participants and yeah we're excited to see how the final weekend shapes up nice one shall we uh, shall we head over to rob and let him give us the roll call theme song ah let's do it so i i'm roll calling this week yes i'll tell you something matt are you ready to be humbled Ooh. are you ready to be embarrassed Are you ready to be ashamed at the poor quality, level and standard of roll call theme song that you have produced over this last seven series? Because I, in one fell swoop, am going to surpass everything that you've ever achieved. Go on. Mic check. (laughs) La 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 la. (laughs) Lion face. Lemon face. Lion face. Lemon face. Alright, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? Ooh. And I thrust it in your face to finish <laughs> and banged me knee sitting back down. Ooh. I've hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, yeah. nice of you to join us. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry, mate. Thank can, Oh, on a serious note, yeah. I'm going to move off the chair to keep squeaking. Get on, Boy, chair. Get on this beanbag with me. I'm going to sit on the tiny chair that you've turned your nose up at. Here we go, oh, tiny wait, chair. Wait, wait. Oh. Here I am. Ooh, that looks... It looks like it's sinking into my mm. new carpet. I'm not happy about it. No, on a serious note, uh, thank you for taking a lead. Mm. Very competently, might I add. Mm. Uh, at short notice. I did. After long shift And I should well. have been at work as well. Should have been at work. Managed to get an early one. You did, and uh, and thank you to Ben and Emma and Statman John for uh, picking up the slack as well, JP as well, and Jack for the support they've given. Because I've not really been about this week, have I? No. Uh, alluded to it at the start, and I know you mentioned it in your segment. I've just had a lot on at work. A bit burnt out, to be honest. A bit burnt out, and um, I don't like delegating stuff with the podcast. It's not that I don't think you guys are capable. It's not mm-hmm. at all. I-, I love you all. I love the contributions you make, but I take a lot of personal responsibility and pride for the for the podcast and i'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to it i find it hard to step back sometimes and i think that that's probably true of quite a lot of areas of my life and um i've had a lot on this week man mm-hmm. the moves absolutely exhausted me i'm looking at job opportunities i've been interviewing um for a couple of different roles and um and that's exhausted mentally uh, i've been traveling a lot I was up and down I was in north yorkshire on tuesday when we were meant to be recording and I think I just got back. Probably I got back through the door at the time we were due to record with about 10 minutes of spur. And I hadn't had tea and I've been up since four o'clock in the morning and I was exhausted mentally. And I just had to say, and, and I was a bit worried about it because I thought, oh, well, what, what if people can't do it? And yeah. I sort of, I asked and I said, look, guys, is there any way that I can just step back this week? And resoundingly, yes, we've got you. We've got it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Um, and I think that's... Uh, I think that's a reflection of just how important your friends can be to you in times like this and how important it is to, I'm, I'm, I'm not meaning to go sort of too deep on it, but um, when you do think you've got to carry a lot of things on your own, um, 
just look around you because you'd be surprised that at, at, at who is willing to help carry your burden for you. And um, and I know it sounds like something silly like this podcast, but just not having to have the pressure of doing those segments on Tuesday night and being able to get a good night's sleep and chill out and talk to catch up with Sammy because I've not seen her in days um, meant a lot to me and it really helped me recharge my battery. So um, it's appreciated and um, and I hope you know that I'm grateful to all of you for it and I love you all. And um, and yeah, and I'm back now and I'm ready to do a roll call, baby. And what a roll call it was. No, uh, it, we don't mind stepping in and uh, everyone gets delegated bits of work and stuff and we like so it's part and parcel of what we're doing it it's all good so we're yes, a team it is it is yes we are a team and I'm still in charge though <laughs> you I'm still so... I'm still the captain <laughs> just so you know you also... you can come off the bench every time <laughs> but uh, on, on that uh, like sharing burdens and stuff it's, mm. it's akin to what uh, Paul was saying in his chat as well 100% so, yeah, yeah quite yes. quite poignant and relevant mm. to be honest given everything yeah yeah definitely shall we get on with the roll call baby let's do it baby uh, I'll go first yeah go first ooh where should I start top do you want to start at the top or the bottom yeah start at the top if you want uh, so uh, Hayley from Team Cirque du Soleil yes uh, you'll have heard this hopefully on the previous segment I've not listened to it yet but I imagine Ben will have called her out smashed her part run PB but you'll already know that she's confident she knows the structure of the show <laughs> she knows you'll already know that um, but yes Hayley smashed her part run PB she's doing amazing a uh, recent convert to part run as well and mm. absolutely loves it now nice. so um, if you are thinking about getting involved in the part run community just give Hayley a follow and just see what an amazing time she's having check her out on TikTok as well uh, she does some great TikToks alright yeah, yeah. All right, does a lot of those like fo- follow me at park run days and shows ah, you the venue she goes yeah. to and the run and yeah really good fun to watch so yeah awesome. go and give Hayley a follow yeah awesome 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 uh, Kirsty runs Kirsty posted down on the south coast Bogner yep. uh, can I shout out my running mojo after a very long time seems to be on its way back yeah I know she struggled with uh, Covid uh, for a little while um, and struggled with getting a running but now she's back on it and, uh, and smashing smashing it uh, yeah amazing well done Kirsty. although you know what when, um, when when you read that for some reason when you said mojo I thought about Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls do you remember Mojo Jojo, the little monkey? I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but in my head I'm like, why is she talking about Mojo Jojo? Jesus. <laughs> Uh, it's been a funny old week. Um, anyway, uh, Rob Corns runs part of the team. Weird, there's massive. Weird. They're always shouting each other out, aren't they? Uh, Carl Barnes uh, getting a, a PB at Wilmslow 10K on Friday. And, uh, and he's sure that he's going to smash his five-mile race on Wednesday too, which is happening right now, I imagine, because we're recording on Wednesday night. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Carl, and thank you for the shout-out, Rob. Yes, awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Rusty running UK. Uh, not me. Um, he's, he's shouting out Simon for his epic 50k race to the stones. Uh, not the result he wanted, but more than worthy of a shout out. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. Getting to 50k on that is an awesome achievement. Yeah, I, I wanted to just touch on that for a second as well because I, I think that um, Simon was understandably disappointed. But you know, I think I think what you got to do is put put it into context. Like, and that's what the conversations I've had with him and people were saying as well. I know he has done, you know, I'm not saying that he hasn't, but it's very, very hard when you set yourself an ambitious target, as ambitious as um, as Race of the Stones was for, for Simon. And, and I know that other people have been on that journey as well where they've not quite got to the end of an ultra or got to where they want to get to with one. But you ran 50K, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's not many people that do that. Like, you should really, really be happy about that. And try and reframe it and think to yourself, if you'd have entered the 50K, mm-hmm. you'd have been over the moon. 
and you'd have been rightly over the moon, and you'd have been so excited to have completed that that race. You still did it. You still got a medal, and you still are an ultra runner, and it's amazing. And that's true of anybody, I think. And I don't think it's just true of ultra runners because I know it's a bit of a thing at the minute. Everyone loves it. Kind of they're they're exploding, aren't the ultra ultras? But it's true of anyone. Whatever your achievements are, if you fall short of what you think you wanted, just try to reframe it and look at what you have achieved, and look at where you are compared to where you've been. And look at the journey. And look at how you got there. You know it's what I mean? that mindset shift that we spoke about in yeah. previous previous shows, isn't it? Yeah. Listen, here's one for you. Here's a way to frame it. Everyone always talks about how great the view is from the top of the mountain. But there's some pretty good views on the way up as well. Mm. There is. Especially when walking down you. Baby. <laughs> um, where are we going next? It's me and it. Papa Penfold. Uh, another shout out for uh, uh, for Simon um, for, for last week. Awesome effort doing the 50k. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge well done. Thank you, Glenfold. Agreed. Uh, Al runs. General shout out to our man, Neil. Yeah. Neil Marshall. Yeah. We, we love you, Neil. Big um, weekly shout out for Neil. Yeah. Lots of love to you. Um, Wayne has mentioned Wayne. Um, uh, everyone who did a very hot summer 10k. He's put Manchester. I think he's referring to the Wilmslow 10k. Um, he's, he's, put he's put Manchester, Manchester I, I think, yeah. So I think he's referring to the Wilmslow 10k that happened last weekend. Uh, I, not bad for the fact that Adam was there, Alex was there, just mentioned Alex, uh, a few other people as well. Um, but then there was also the guys down south, Jamie, Gary, um, around the Asics 10k. Oh, right. So there's a lot of people running actually in, in very hot temperatures. You've got to be really careful out there. But yeah, huge, huge accomplishment. It, it, it's just it's so much harder in this kind of heat, isn't it? Mm. Especially if you're thinking over 10k where you're going hard. Yes. Um, it's dangerous. It's dangerous at times. You've got to really, really think about it. I know that um, Run Through, keep going off on tangents tonight, I'm sorry, but I know that Run Through, uh, Sammy was telling me, so she works for Run Through and she's preparing for this weekend because there's a very good chance that they've announced they've got a half marathon and 10k no a half, yeah a half marathon at Dorney Lake and they've said that if the temperature is above 30 degrees on the Saturday morning they will be reducing it down to a 10k all right well sensible I suppose I, I, yeah. I think it is sensible but it's obviously gonna be a lot of disappointed people yeah, who wanted to run the half, half marathon yeah. um, so they're trying to give people as much notice as possible I think there's deferrals available if you want to defer they're very good with deferrals yeah. run through so if you are running Dorney or, or any races this weekend have a really good think about what's going on mm-hmm. and, and, and get in touch with your relevant race organisers if you do have concerns which yeah. I think they're very valid concerns to be honest yeah. with, the, with the way this weather is mm-hmm. agree Wayne continues as well it's a big, big shout out to all those all those who took part in Race to the Stones, amazing achievement. Yeah, 100k is uh, is not to be sniffed at. No, no, miles no, absolutely not. We mentioned um, we mentioned Sam, of course, Kenny mm. underscore. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that she ever listens to this bloody podcast, no. but um, uh, she did amazing. Uh, had a tough day out there, but smashed it. Got mm-hmm. to 100k. So yeah, and some of the some of the guys as well from from the old Instagram community. Yeah. So huge well done to all of you. Um, I love this one. Uh, this week's guest. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, this 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 week's guest, that Marcia, Mrs. G. Shout out by Mr. G. Paul Griffiths. You'll have heard her getting lots of love in the interview yes, earlier, deservedly so. And she ran her first park run this weekend. A huge round of applause to you. Yeah, well, well done. Yeah, love, uh, love it. Love it. Hopefully, she's got the bug, and hopefully, she's going to carry on. Um, and that's what they that they're going to keep doing together. Um, amazing stuff. Love seeing the pictures of them together. Um, Paul was in his what the fart like t-shirt. He she was. was rocking some Mornway as well. Love it. Very sad news this week oh, that yeah, uh, the Mornways are going to be ceasing operations. Got a lot of time and love for Noel. Um, they've still got a few items left. If you want to go and get yourself a bargain, some of the caps that you always mm-hmm. see me and JP in. 
few of them left. They're very, I think they're down to about eight quid now. I think he's got a few wow. of them selling really yeah. cheap. So well worth going and grabbing. Um, but yeah, big, big love to Noel. And well done to Mr. and Mrs. G for the, the part run. Yeah, I love it. New part run, yeah. I, re- I remember the first time I ran part run. Yeah, awesome, awesome. No, you've only I, run it once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been, it's been I, eight years. I, I said it? that because Young has been playing Boppet, and on one of the things it says, "Oh man, you you lost," and then it says, "I remember that first time I played uh, Boppet or oh, something like." That. I remember my. What first, are you on about? I remember my first. I'm, I'm gonna get it, and I'll I'll send you it. Right. When you lose it, it'll say, "I remember my first time playing Boppet." Are you getting confused? Are you talking about? I remember my first beer. Isn't that like no. off a of Will Ferrell film? No. No, no. It's off Step Brothers, isn't it? No, I don't know. It's definitely from Bop It. Anyway, Healthy Slater's run. Uh, Sam, she's she shouting out uh, a massive love to Haley Runs here. We've had the shout out for her already, yeah. Uh, getting a part run PB. Awesome running here, like, well done. Yeah, well done to you. And lots of love to Sam. And last but not least, of course, Mr. Dean Wicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be uh, making his debut for Mattlesfield Town, isn't he? He is, this, yes. Um, he smashed out a new course PB at uh, Colchester Park Run his, fa- his second fastest ever 5k for him well done Dean amazing looking forward to seeing you at the end of July July I went to say January January uh, well look forward to seeing you mate and yes, that we are. is the roll call you've been roll called called <laughs> you've been roll called eh? called you... called what I don't know me neither. I've, I've worked hard there. I'm, I need to lay down now after doing all this work. You're going to go and lie, you're gonna go and lie on my carpet I've got, again. I've got to go and do graphics now. No? You have got to go and do graphics. Well, I've got to edit. So yeah. We're in it together. We're all in this together. <laughs> no. no. That is a good film, though. That is a low-key good film. <laughs> it is. I don't care what anybody says. It's a low-key good film. And if you know what film it is, hit us up. <laughs> Let yeah. us know. Yeah, I wouldn't admit it. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody. Uh, and that's it. We're done. Um, thank yous. Uh, thank you to Paul uh, Griffiths coming on, sharing Definitely. his story, opening up to us uh, and telling him everything he's been through and everything he's going to be doing. Um, and the ultra that he did. <sighs> amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, thank you to... Ben and Emma, Statman John. Um, thank you to Graham Lindley for the super awesome theme music. Uh, thank you to me. Yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 you, you deserve it. I didn't do a bad job. Thank you to me for the uh, super awesome song that I made up. That was pathetic. <laughs> it's a good job I wasn't on that segment in reflection. <laughs> Uh, and that's that's your lot um, if you want to get over all of us you can find us everywhere search what the fault like uh, you'll find us so we're on Instagram Facebook Twitter YouTube uh, TikTok look it's Mojo Jojo I want to throw you off you just feel <laughs> Mojo Jojo I love oh, Mojo Jojo Jesus <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, yeah, find, find us. Just search what the fault you'll find, find us. Uh, email us at what the fault like podcast at gmail.com. Uh, website what the fault like dot com. Uh, and that is that. Mojo Jojo! <laughs> and that's how he says it. Mojo Jojo! If you want to find Rob, you'll find him at. Mojo Jojo! <laughs> that little runaway Rob. And I am at Matty Holes. Uh, do you want to know we've got on last, last, last episode of the series next week, Matt? It is. It is. Do you want to hear who the guest's going to be? Yes, please. We've got Mr. Michael Roderick. 
Michael Roderick. Michael Roderick. You might not know much about him. So no. Michael is a Mike 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 underscore Rod Runner. I think it is something like that. Mike. Um, uh, Mike is a very, very good runner. He's a Welshman. Lovely Welsh accent. We oh, love the Welsh. Yes. Um, gonna, very... I was going to go into Welsh then, but no. No, it's okay. That'd be offensive. <laughs> um, very, very fast runner. Um, I mean, we're talking sub-230 marathoner. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Cheese on toast. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so... That was terrible. I don't know what happened. Um, so uh, yeah, but he doesn't talk about that, and I'm only saying it now so people get context when next week they're like, mm. "Why is this guy not talking about how he's just sub two hour thirty mm. marathon?" Because that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He's been on a big journey. Loads of stuff to talk about. His own kind of um, getting over injuries and becoming the runner he is himself. Mm-hmm. But he also he founded a, a run club called Try Hard Harriers. Right. And a lot of this conversation is about that journey and it's about setting up a running club and it's about how he's kind of reshaped and reframed his running journey because his focus has become about helping others. But how at the same time that ironically has helped him drastically improve his times across all distances to make him a sub 1535 KA, a sub 230 marathoner. And that's all come while his focus has been on supporting Couch to 5K groups and right. stuff like that. And, and it's, it's great. He's a really nice guy. Really easy chat. Great one to finish the series. And uh, and yeah, big shout out. So give him a follow uh, in the meantime. Mike Rod underscore the runner. And you can follow Try Hard Harriers as well. So we'll uh, we'll let them, uh, we'll um, we'll tag them, shout them out next mm-hmm. week as well. And so yeah, that's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that one. Excellent. A big shout out as well, just to finish, to uh, Run For Your Mind, mm-hmm. who we... Uh, not yeah. not partnered with for this show. Well, yeah, we did partner yes. with them. Um, we shout. I shouted them out a little bit at the start, and of course, yeah. Paul has been raising money for Ollie, and we're going to be raising money for them at the we weekend. Uh, lots of love to Ollie. Um, big shout out to Josh again. Yes, it's a, a part of the Run for Your Mind team. He's doing his It's Okay um, uh, to Run um, uh, club. Uh, they went out on Tuesday, and he went out with some pals. He had four people uh, there, which was absolutely brilliant. Big love Great to you, stuff. Josh. Loving what you're doing, and looking forward to your podcast coming soon. And uh, yeah, it's about, I think it we're done. Are we, we done? Are. We are done. We are done. Excellent. Last episode of the series. Ready for a rest. We're gonna miss you a lot. Um, but big things planned for series eight. Me and JP have got our heads together already. We've got some good guests Ooh. already planned in. Nice. More to come. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, Excellent. Fine. Uh, right then, Matty, uh, just as always, guys, may your runs continue to be as wonderful as they can be in this heat. Be safe out there in this heat, but be excellent to each other, more importantly. Be kind or fuck off. And uh, we'll see you next week for the last episode of the What The Farlight Podcast Series 7. Peace. Cocka, boy, yo. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Very good.